0: down bad though not gonna lie absolutely down horrendous down horrendous yeah like like the silly sailor <laughs> That's sort of what it reminds me a, what a good episode yeah that was a good episode I think our most that's our most listened to the episode, most listened actually. one yeah it was a good it's a good intro like it's cause you're talking about the story and the person hitting on him yeah it was Is it was, dead ass really good I realized that a lot of in a lot of the recordings I keep it like over here And it sounds so much better when I, like, cut it right here, but I just breathe, so I was like, (laughs) (laughs) sound like a fucking hog, and I don't want to sound like a fucking hog. Well, that's why, that's why typically I, like, I'll, I'll talk right here, and then I'll back up, like, when I have to breathe, Mm -hmm. uh, because, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm terrifyingly conscious of my breathing whenever we're recording. Yeah. There, oh, it there it is. Oh, now we got two channels. Now I got two channels. Now I can hear in 4K. 4K. <laughs> crystal clear <laughs> the audio. The fucking uh, wave of frequencies. 4K audio. Yeah. No, sure. Oh, God. Well, dude. Mm-hmm. This is episode 10. I know. I know. It's been a fucking season. It has been, dude. We're so... Well, we're calling this a season we're calling yeah. 10 episodes a season and it's yeah. because we you know they take time you know it it takes 2 weeks to release a video but i mean each episode is pretty long so but holy fuck anyways you got a specialty for us right now Wait, i did cuz i was like what well, is the 10th episode we're calling it end of season so I was like to like the end of the semester, you know, you go get wasted after you're done with your finals. <laughs> Is that what you did when you At when least you, that's what I would do. <laughs> Is that what you did when you finished your finals? Yeah, I did. Uh, in my senior year I got like I yeah, there was a just, just yeah. absolutely pastor. There's a story, there's a good story behind that, but it's probably for another time. Not the not the brightest chapter in my life, but <laughs> 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 Let's just say the police were called. So like, oh <laughs> shit, damn. I, I caused I caused a civil disturbance in the streets so <laughs> Oh my god. So, so, so like, apparently the cops rolled up as soon as, like, as we were leaving, like, as my (laughs) friends were dragging me out. Yeah, I didn't Jesus get in a fight or anything. Christ. I was just like fucking tripping out because it's drunk like as it's fuck. like at my it's like when we went bar hopping for my bachelor party. You yeah you fucking got us kicked yeah. out. I didn't get I, well, I I they they asked me they asked me to leave. I, I mean I wouldn't say that like to me getting kicked out is like, <laughs> it's getting, like they literally forced yeah they shut drag you out. you out of the thing and say don't fucking come back. You no no, I mean? no to me getting kicked out is definitely sir I'm gonna need you to leave. <laughs> That's getting kicked out to me. I don't even remember that, did I? <laughs> I oh my Vaguely god. remember. It's like Jesus flashes. Jesus Christ. It's like flashes of remembrance. Oh god. Yeah. I have the the brownouts. Anyways, um <laughs> Well, guess what? You're, I'm not we're, an alcoholic. We're, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. My brother calls me an alcoholic, but I'm the, not. Good. The fact that you felt the need to—it's to because I to go hard, that. okay. I go hard, go, or go, you go hard, or you don't, or you don't go at all, okay. You know what I'm saying? You go hard or, or you go, home, go home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you failed to really execute that. Yeah, I know. Right there. I was struggling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to work, we're not even. Work we haven't day. Even started drinking yet. It's a work day, okay. So here's blacks. the surprising part about this: This is we're on today's Thursday. Yeah. Tomorrow is release day, so you're hearing this literally the night before this released. Yeah. If you're listening to this on Friday. Yeah. Because. <laughs> we procrastinated. Plus, yeah. the last weekend was New Year's. We were both out of yeah. town. You know, it was difficult to record. It was a holiday, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah, to record and during uh, the week, obviously we're both busy. So yeah, yeah. But here we are. We are dedicated to the podcast. Hell oh, yeah! Tell oh, yeah, bro. Slurred words. We gotta, we gotta fucking end it with a with a shabam and a bang and a wuwalaga. It's you know going what I'm out with a bang. So, so I don't know what the fuck that is, but yeah. So what am I looking at here? What is this? I'm looking at a big ass bottle. Yeah. So it looks like a wine bottle. right? It's a it's a dark brown, a very dark brown amber colored bottle. But that's it, a. I mean, that looks black to me. Yeah. Right now. It's you know it's 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 brown. You just you know you gotta look. Closely. Um, (laughs) You just got to put it in the light. Yeah, you got to put it in the light. So today we're going to be enjoying a 512 Brewing Company, which is from here in Texas. Uh, It's brewed in, uh, well, I'm sure you've got that. They're up in Austin. They're up in Austin, the Austin Central Texas. Which is why they're named 512. Yeah, 512. It makes sense. Uh, We're drinking Whiskey Barrel Age Double Pecan Porter so all of the all of the ingredients that are in this or at least from what I was told by the by the clerk was or the the like the beer guy at at total Wine, was that the, the all this stuff and I mean it says it on the bottle as well if you read it. But it, it's all locally sourced here in Texas. So everything from here is is, is from here in Texas. So I've heard so, that. I've heard yeah, that. Yeah. And when I was researching, you know so it's like Texas pecans and their Texas like whiskey barrels and so made I, from wood here in Texas. Like it's Texas. Not only is it Texas, produced baby. here in Texas, they do everything that they possibly can to source organic. There you go. So That's very awesome. This is a healthy beer. So <laughs> this is yeah. the this is what you can drink on a daily yeah. basis. You can actually replace water with this beer. <laughs> 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 and just yeah, I subsist off of fucking beer. <laughs> Fuck yeah, uh, yeah, that'd that probably not be a very yeah. I know uh, uh, it would not be a speaking very sober. of like a fucking f- for diet friendly fucking uh, like liquors. Uh, I saw on my way out, the people in front of me. The girl was like looking at. It was like a couple, and the girl was like looking at this like tequila. On the shelf, I, I I forgot what fucking thing it is, but it was like a spicy cucumber, like like Cuc- sp- spicy cucumber, like cucumber like with the chili on it and uh-huh, shit, and the chamoy. Uh-huh. That's what I think of when I think of like when it says spicy cucumber. Spicy so, so <laughs> <Okay. laughs> So so it's like yeah, like like the clerk lady was like, or the cashier was like, yeah, it's a tequila. I don't you know, I don't know, whatever. And, and and on the side of it, and I had never seen this before on a liquor, at least, because um, I know most liquors have some kind of calorie count. Um, it depends on what it is, right? But it says keto-friendly. It's like a big-ass sticker that says keto-friendly. Keto, keto-friendly. i I okay, never seen okay. that before. I don't know exactly what a keto diet means. I yeah. think it means that you have to photosynthesize your food. <laughs> <laughs> Just photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. <laughs> <gasps> I, I yeah. mean I don't know exactly what a keto diet consists of, but That's I imagine it's like a deep fucking SpongeBob reference right there. If you didn't get that, you didn't grow up in the fucking two thousands. Yeah, you're. I don't. I don't like you. Uh, uh, <laughs> please don't stop listening. Yeah. <laughs> we need it. We need it. I'm just kidding. I do like you. We I just, need the I, hate listens, look, please. I do like <laughs> you. I just need to educate you a little bit yeah, on SpongeBob. Little, you need to go watch that episode. It's a good episode. Toss that bitch over here. Let me, let me yeah. crack this. Yeah, we're open. gonna crack it open. All right. So like he said, this is this is it looks like a wine bottle. It's 750 milliliters mm-hmm. of whiskey barrel aged double pecan porter. I mean, it, it looked delicious, that's why I got it. And it, I feel it, like it's very classy. It's a sophisticated end to this beer because we've had some beers that are like out there with like that pickle, you know, pickle beer. Then we had, you know, some of the European stuff. So I figured like let's go back. Oh my god. Wow, he's pouring it right now. It has a beautiful you know, maybe inch, half inch head right there. That is black, and it's and it's dark, like a stout, like 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 a Guinness almost, and it's beautiful. We're drinking in these. Uh, what would you call these? I don't know. Goblets. These are uh, tulip glasses. Tulip glasses. There you go. I, I lack the proper correct verbiage. <laughs> goblets. The, yeah, the goblet, goblet fire. This is the goblet of fire. Harry Potter, did you put your name in the goblet of fire? No. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck was that? I don't know. That was that was nobody in recognizable yeah, Harry Potter. I know. It's uh, you know. Oh god, is She's staying in? This is, looks, there, it? is, this, is this is definitely a dessert beer. I can already. I mean, a porter in general is a dessert beer, but I didn't know that. But God, look at this. I mean, that's wow. That is black. Yeah, it's it's dark. You cannot. The head is brown. You cannot see through it. If you raise it up to the light, I, I can't see through it at light, at least right now. No, I can't see through it at all. I'm holding it up to the light, and I can't see jack shit. It's fucking like. It's like poison, bro. No, it's not poison. It's it looks good. It looks good. <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. I take it I take it back. I'm working on myself this year. God damn Gotta it. Describe it as appetizing. God it's a very dark, god rich, earthy. We're look. getting right back to you describing <laughs> beers horribly, just terribly. I- it reminds me of that fucking Shakespeare quote that I sent you: "Like hey, Kate's, <laughs> hey Kate's ban thrice blasted." That's what I was fucking thinking of right Jesus. now. I got so I got so upset there that I fucking clipped my audio. Just went all over the place. God damn it! Yeah. Oh god. Alright, we're revisiting this, um, but here we go. Down the hatch! Cheers! Cheers! Wow! Wow! <laughs> I have to I have to go for another one because like I I didn't capture like the full. Oh yeah! Oh, he's going for a second swig. Mm-hmm. So to me, right off the bat, I mean, this is a lot like the the old ale that we had. Um, mm. This is very coffee esque. Yeah, When I mean, you immediately get the coffee. There's a lot of chocolate. In yeah, there. very like very like like dark chocolate, like bitterness. Almost. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, well, now I'm yeah. going for another swig. It, it's definitely uh, like like I want to describe it like as a as a creamy velvety finish, like chocolate velvet. Type yeah, of, type of finish. I like it. It's nice. I do get the I, dark I see, chocolate. Yeah, I could see why you'd say this is like a dessert beer. It feels decadent. <clears throat> I feel I feel classier for drinking. <laughs> like I feel like I've I've maybe socioeconomic like you know gone a little. You just went up a, a just, tax bracket. Yeah, I went, I went up a tax bracket a little bit, <laughs> which is not a good thing. Just, I mean, now yeah, you're getting no, taxed more. I guess no shit. just because yeah, but, you drank a, a type of beer. But yeah, but I, I like it a lot. So I, yeah, here's I the thing. Here's the thing for me is. My favorite type of beer is a lager. I love a really nice, refreshing beer. And and I mean, we've talked about this before, like the Oktoberfest beer, that is my favorite beer I, yet, I, so far. Yeah. I get a twinge of that that aged whiskey flavor. Like so a, I feel it in I, my I, throat I, right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I yeah. feel the, the booziness. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel it. It's, 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 it's nice. It's it's very nice. It's what you get when you take a shot of whiskey. Yes. And you can, yes. this is what you feel like Ten seconds after the shot, and it's like a little slight burning, and you're yeah, like, it's a slight burn in the in the throat. And, mm. and to be fair, it's because this is what nine point five percent. Yeah, nine point five percent ABV. It's a slight tingle. Yeah, it's double what most beers are. Yeah, from an ABV standpoint, yeah, yeah. so it's 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 pretty high up there. I mean, that's how porters uh, mm-hmm. typically are, I think. Um, but damn, I mean, I like it. It's really good. Like I said, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a dessert beer style thing, but you can you taste the. The coffee is most prevalent to me. Uh, the dark chocolate is sort of on the finish uh, because you do get like a little bit of the bitterness associated with the chocolate, which is why I would say yeah. dark chocolate rather than like regular milk chocolate. For sure, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely yeah on the bitterer side. And velvety is probably the way I would describe it yeah, as well. Velvety, yeah, velvety smooth, baby. Yeah, I think the bitterness is probably what's that's what sets this the apart from the Old Ale. Yeah, the prominent flavor is the bitterness. for Yeah, sure. because the Old Ale wasn't bitter; it was more just like. It was more just uh, earthy, earthy, yeah, yeah coffee, like very yeah. dark. And coffee can be bitter too, but it's not like coffee can definitely be bitter. Yeah, it is. It I've, is I've bitter. fucking tasted some bitter coffee. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the fucking the, you know the, the drink that bites back type of stuff. You know. Oh, that's a good beer, man. This is really good. Yeah, it's very classy. It's very classy. So, <laughs> I am relatively new to porters. Um, I know that's why. I, that's why I almost. That's also why I picked it because. I know we hadn't had a porter before. We haven't had a porter on the show. Yeah. I've only had a couple of porters in my life. Um, As a matter of fact, my uncle got me a subscription to a craft beer Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. thing. I told you about this. Uh, So, for everybody else, it's a subscription to a craft beer thing where they send you uh, 12 bottles uh, or cans of uh, beers from different microbreweries all over the US. It's really fucking awesome to me. Yeah. That's uh, they cool. sent me a bunch of really good beers. I got a couple of chocolate porters. Um, mm. I got some really good IPAs and there was a, a few stouts in there as well. Um, so yes, it's really, really good. The um, American drink. And again, it's it's uh they're all microbreweries. Um so yeah. it's stuff that you cannot normally get on the shelves usually. Typically. Nice. Uh, nice, nice. Yeah, it's awesome. So we are drinking 512s twelve's. Pro- I think this is one of their main... Is it 512 uh, or is it 512? How you know, do you think they say it? I don't... I don't... <laughs> I don't think they... I mean, 512, 512, I don't care. Yeah. It's 512, it's numbers. I'm going to call them 512. It's area code, if, no? 512, if you're listening to this, if you happen to listen to this afterwards and you think I absolutely botched your name by calling you 512, <laughs> go ahead and reach out to me. We can have a conversation. I would love to have a conversation with you. It's an area code, baby. It's the area code. 512, baby. Um... That's what I think of, at least, you know. This is, uh... So, this is one of their most popular offerings. uh The oh, Whiskey yeah? Barrel aged Double Porter. It's uh, good. Pecan Porter. is good. Um, you know, I don't get any pecan. I just thought about that. That was not one of the... Hold on. Let me look for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, search it. You know, you know, process it. Validate. I it. get it on the nose. Hmm. I don't get it in the flavor. I get it on the nose. Hmm. Well, okay. The flavor is the nose, but... Eh, technically. Uh... Matt Matt, Matt mm. would probably discredit me and say that it's, it's all kinds of different things, but <laughs> like you said, like ninety percent of your taste comes from your from your smell. So mm-hmm. uh, I think the pecan is more on the nose than anything. I don't really get too much of the flavor in there. Yeah, it's not. I would I would say as well because usually pecans are kind of. I mean, it depends, but I think Texas pecans are sweet, aren't they? Well, like sweet- uh, the thing is, is that you're thinking of them when tinge they're of roasted. Sweetness, oh, you're thinking of like, like have you ever been but to even, Bucky's? But even raw, they're they're pretty. You know, well, I don't know if those are Texas pecans, man. but I don't think that you've ever probably tried raw, like straight up, just off the tree pecans. Mm. Because mm. most of the time, they have a little bit of like a, a mm-hmm. sugary coating to them. Usually, they, usually they roast them a little bit. Um, and I think that kind of caramelizes some of the sugars and stuff like that and forms like a a coating on them but I don't know maybe I'm totally talking out of my ass but I, don't, I, I think of Bucky's. We're not a nut show. Yeah, we're not a nut show. We are not a nut show. Unfortunately, I had to go elsewhere for that content. Yeah. There's a lot of sites. <laughs> some of Goyo's favorites. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. No, no. No, oh, no, no. That's a lie. Fake news. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Lopez, I'm sorry if you ever hear this show. No, it's not true. Well, there's actually a lot more things we have to apologize there, for just this particular moment. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all just fake. Mrs. Lopez, if you ever hear the show, actually, there's significantly more we have to apologize for, so... We'll just. She'll just, so yeah, never hear. It's fine. That's fine. Anyways, so yeah, so it's a whiskey barrel aged pecan porter. <laughs> Turns out they actually have another one that is exactly the same, except mm-hmm. it is a coffee whiskey barrel aged pecan porter. Mm. And what they do is they add, from what I could, from what I was reading and what they said, um, they add a little bit of cold brew right before packaging mm, okay. to the, right directly to the beer. Oh. So they literally inject coffee. Oh wow! Um, and it's actually for the the cold brew itself is actually uh, made by another company there mm-hmm. in in Austin. Um, so again, back to your point, all they try to yeah. source local ingredients or at the very stuff. least Texas ingredients. That's yeah. cool. I respect that. Put some respect on it. So uh, let's let's play a guessing game. Oh, God. What, what is your, what is your estimation on the IBUs? Dun, 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 dun. I'm gonna go for. Uh, it is it is kind of bitter. So I'd say uh, like a thirty range, thirty to forty IBU. Uh, <laughs> Alex, I'll take thirty. What is thirty to forty IBU? <laughs> You're really good at that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's thirty. There you go, go. Right on, on the, Approximately thirty IBU. Right fucking money, baby. God damn. Go I don't know. I don't know if you can give a range like that typically, but <laughs> 30, <laughs> thirty was your first answer, yeah, 30, so I'll accept that. I'll say thirty. Yeah, I said thirty, and then thirty to forty. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, typically you wouldn't be able to get range, but I'm gonna I'm gonna accept it just because fuck it, why not? Thank you. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so 30 IBUs. Um, so this is this is the episode where we get back to where we were at because last episode we did a little bit of a change up. You did some of the research. <laughs> um, I think the episode before that we just uh, did we have beer talk. No, we did have beer talk because the episode before that was eight and eight and it, eight and it a half, eight point five, which was just, just an absolute, absolutely shit fest. fucking just slammed. Slammed. Yeah, yeah, you both left here in wheelchairs no no that's <laughs> no. also fake that's not real no yeah they were both they were both pretty hammered um <laughs> we were all hammered let's be yeah. honest <laughs> yeah. so yeah. I, you know and i wasn't gonna mention this but i want to go ahead and fucking mention it why okay. not there is an hour of footage out there that is unheard of By anyone except for myself. Oh, oh, oh. For that episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. For that second episode, we recorded three uh, three hours and like 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I cut that episode down to a little bit over two hours, I think. (laughs) So there was a full hour of just fuckery Out there, yeah, that I had to cut out oh, because I was like, Yeah, Jesus H. Christ, <laughs> we are so goddamn off topic, yeah, all the or, fucking time. Or, or, or we're just talking about shit that has nothing to do, with, absolutely like, nothing or to with do. We're just fucking talking about, like, yeah, it with was Dungeons yeah, and Dragons, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was stuff was just not, yeah. <laughs> well, we were just, we were in, we we're having a great time, it was just not pertinent to the point. No, it was a great time, I, yeah, I, I'm yeah, not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying anything against that, I'm just saying, yeah. We, it was uh, heavily edited. Yeah, the content <laughs> the content <laughs> suffered a little bit. Oh, we, a little I had bit to I had to do a significant amount of editing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. a full hour cutout. But anyways, so we're back on it uh, mm-hmm. for the tenth episode, the season finale. Um, Hell yeah! I don't I don't think the next season is going to start very long from now. But Mm-mm. you know, yeah. Uh, I mean, hopefully, we're not. I don't, think, I don't anticipate there being very much of a gap, but. What this mm-hmm. will be is that next season we're gonna switch it up. If we no are, long, it's no longer gonna be beer. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we, we did. We tried ten different beers. Um, we went from like Texas to Europe to doing the Trappists type stuff. And know? actually, technically, we tried like. 14 different beers because you guys broke into all my beers during episode 8.5 yeah you guys just slammed my fridge <laughs> yeah yes i have there recollections were, there were many many yeah that ipa concerned. you gave me it was really good uh, i have more yeah yeah well, what a, is it what is what it it's a deschutes fresh shoots i got more because that one i really like that ipa yeah it's good it's a see, really good I quality see IPA. why you like it yeah it's really good um, and then I actually got some from my boss for Christmas, too. <laughs> oh, because because I, I saw it and I was like, yeah, Christmas present, fuck it. There you go. Um, okay, so let's talk about the history of porters. Orale. Let's go. So we've gone all over Europe, basically, wow. with the creation of beers. I there would, were some. Yeah. There was one beer that was created in California, basically, um, which was the double mm-hmm. IPA. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we've gone all over the place. Well, now we're going back to England. Oh boy. <clears throat> Come on a journey with me. We to fucking cross the Pole, man. We <laughs> to <laughs> the Pole fucking <laughs> Have you had a pointer? <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I'll stop now. If you're English, I apologize <sharp inhale> for my co-host's behavior. This is not who <sighs> we are. It's okay. I would I, you know what? I, I want a formal apology out of you. God save the queen. <laughs> <laughs> that should replicate. That oh, should. God. That should. Uh, that should. That should be good. Ease any tensions. There we go. All right. Everybody's good now. Everybody's good. Okay. So take a take a fucking a trip with me. We're gonna okay. go on some time travel right now. And again, so and let's safari. go back to 1722. Oi Ralph Harwood, a London, a London based brewer. London based. London based. That's right. London based. London he created a beer called the entire which was basically equal parts three different beers Uh, so typically what they would do is they would take three different beers one was a weak beer one was a middling beer and then one Mm -hmm. was a very strong beer and then they Mm -hmm. would mix them Um, and this was called an entire obviously for you know because it was the entire selection it was entire like in the olden times you only water ale with ale baby (laughs) that's how you water it exactly um, and you, know, this was known as the three threads. Why? Some people say the vernacular is like three thirds, but I don't the know. Three thirds. Yeah. So I say they, threads. So they, they said three thirds, and then people were like, "Did you say threads?" I don't know. I, I can see, I can see, you know, a bunch of drunk people. Three thirds. <sighs> bunch of drunk people. Oh. So yeah, they had the uh, three threads, uh, and the, and what they did was they typically mixed these beers at the bar right before serving. Oh, right, it was fresh. So. This quickly became the working man's beer of choice. Oh. because it was strong. Correct. I see. Well, and it, it was a, it was a tasty beer. Go um, and like a, and again, they 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 uh, they sort of molded these three different beers to the to mm-hmm. the tasting, you know, of the uh, of the time zone time, time period time, time period. There you yeah, go. The times. Um, so. The theory is that it became known as the porter because it was a favorite of porters. Yeah, yeah. Who were, were the people that worked in the local markets, for those of you that don't know. Yeah, yeah. Porters are basically carriers. They can do anything from carrying, you know, fruits from markets yeah. to mail or different things like that. Nowadays, porters deliver cars or, yeah, yeah. you know, do stuff like that, right? So I, I think of it in like the the port context, which is probably where the name comes from, is because they would load stuff on and off of ships. Correct, That's yeah. They was like were. Like Again, carrying. they were just carriers. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were moving. For the ship. Oh, bro, we got a box for the porters, eh? Yeah, I know it's cringy, but uh, we're porting stuff off tonight. I'm trying not to spit. Take my. I have beer. a foot on porter. <laughs> so, anyway, Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking wizard! I'm never getting through this. Shit. Uh, okay, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> I'm having fun tonight. No, it's because this one is hitting very quickly. That nine point five percent. Uh, I probably should have eaten before this. I get I get smokiness, I get like that smokiness from that that probably comes from the barrel the, the barrel the yeah barrel, for uh, sure because I think they burn the inside of the barrel mm. typically um, before they before they just you know they before they put the actual whiskey mm. in there burn that so shit, so the baby. the barrel itself probably has some yeah, of that, yeah. you know, that flavor like that char Ugh. Ugh. so uh the porters themselves were one of the very first beers or among the very first beers to be brewed by freestanding breweries rather than actual pubs. Okay. Uh, To be brewed exclusively by freestanding breweries because a lot of pubs would do things like lagers and ales. But the thing with porters was that they needed to be aged typically. Mm. Uh, Now, most porters are aged from what I could sell about two to six weeks. I I see. Which is a little bit longer than normal. Typically, from what I've read and from... uh, By the way, I'm going to interrupt myself right here. I got my beer brewing kit, bro. Oh, shit. It's sitting in the other room. I need to set it up. The first thing that it's going to be is a Hefeweizen. A Hefeweizen? Oh, my God. I'm excited. I'm very excited. But anyways, so they need two to six weeks to... Ferment usually, and yeah. because of that, these pubs did not have any fucking place to put all of this beer for that long. I see. They could not afford to store it for that long because okay. they had to make other shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So and usually they made it in large batches. So it, it just it just didn't work out for them. So they didn't do it. So the free stranding breweries were the ones that typically formalized the process. Because like I said, they would like mix it at the pubs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when they formalized the process of brewing porters, they would do it at actual breweries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so what happened is these Makes porters sense. evolved over time, which Eddie beer does that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and porters were especially subjugated to not only evolving over time, evolving over distance, like location. So... hmm Mm-hmm. What happened was, you know, increased taxation brought on milder versions of these. Like right now we have 9.7 uh, 9.5% ABV on this beer right here. Yeah, yeah. They would sometimes bring on 6.5 or maybe even mm, getting mm. into the 5s, which is not necessarily what a porter should be. They were typically higher ABV. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, okay. um there you know that happened and then the invention of malt roasters in 1817 brought black malts for the first time. So, I got curious. So, a malt roaster um, is actually a method that was invented by. Uh, damn it, I can't remember his first name. Wheeler was his last name. Mm-hmm. And what happened? What what he came up with a method of roasting the shit out of the malts, like around five, uh, like four hundred and fifty degrees Fahrenheit. Actually, goddamn, without charring them. How you do that? Okay. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, well, but it's like this drum that you malt that you roast them in. Uh huh. Um, so roasted, he was able to create black malt, which is used basically uh, purely for flavor, color, and aroma. So malts typically will act as uh, uh, part of the fermentation process because mm-hmm. um, a malt has a lot of sugar in it, right? Yeah, so when you yeah. pour yeast into your beer, the yeast consumes the sugar and creates carbon dioxide and alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Almost no extract of that black malt is for fermentability. Like, it, it, almost oh. none of it can be fermented. Which is weird. So, it means uh, it has a low sugar content. Well, what happens is is that they roast the shit out of it. So, so it, it loses the sugar. Well, it roasts it so high that it is be- basically devoid of enzymic activity. Like, oh. enzymes that can actually react with the yeast. God damn. Uh, or that can be consumed by the yeast, I guess. That's science right there. It's science. So, yeah. So, the... the Black malts made a big thing of it. Um, so the other thing is, is that now we have distance. Uh huh. The porters started making their way to Ireland in 1776. Oh, Ireland. Now here's where it gets a little bit fucky. So 1776, <sighs> magically delicious. What brewery is in Ireland that you know of? Well, I know there's a lot, but the probably the most notable and probably what's you know it's known in Ireland is Guinness, right? The very same. Yeah. So, Guinness begins brewing porters a there few years know. after they make their way over to Ireland. hmm Several iterations and styles are made. The porters from Guinness eventually evolved into several... different. So, what happened is they had porter, um, and they came up with a few different iterations, and uh, mm-hmm. they eventually came up with one called a porter stout. Porter Stout. Okay. Eventually, that name was shortened, and now we have stouts. Stouts oh. made by Guinness, which eventually became their primary their product. Primary product, which yeah. is yeah, Guinness is known for stouts, which would explain why this is such a dark uh, beverage. Yeah, the fuckery comes in when I realize that <coughs> porters and stouts are remarkably similar. Well, like people actually debate the difference. <laughs> Oh, really? Like, people actually say they're They're one and the same. Yeah. There's some people that argue that they're one and the same, and then there's some people that say, no, there are significant differences. There are significant differences. Yeah. Or at least notable differences. Mm. So, yeah, there's that. Um, (laughs) Like I said, it gets a little bit fucky in there, but whatever. Yes. The debate lords come out. Well, uh, actually. Actually, according to my statistics and my revelations (laughs) per my research. According to the history of the Porter. My research. Um so then they made their way to America, Mar- Russia, Russia, and the Baltic countries, Russia. where the terms porter and stout were used interchangeably. So it gets even more fucky. So people go. say porter, they say stout. I mean, eh, it's weird. So the Baltic porters were actually influenced a lot by German loggers. There you go. Um, and which basically resulted in them being uh, bottom fermented black lagers, or black beers, rather. Because... Uh, a black lager. Yeah, a That'd porter is an ale technically. A porter is top fermented. Yeah, an ale. Yeah. So it is an ale, uh, as well as stouts. Same thing. They're yeah, ales. Yeah. So, but and the Baltic area, the porters were heavily influenced by German uh, German lagers. Makes sense. Yeah. So they eventually became bottom fermented. I'm I assuming it's because they started using German yeasts. like are German like techniques as well. I'm sure that German techniques, it's such especially prevalent, yeah. like a prevalent beverage in that area. Of sure, the world, yeah. 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 Well, but and the, and the main difference between the the bottom fermentation and the top fermentation is the yeast, right? So they mm. probably started using mm. a lot of German yeasts. Um, oh yeah, the yeast. Is oh so good. yeah, oh yeah. Uh, guess it's what? Good. The Russian variant mm. became known as the Imperial Stout vodka. Okay, okay, no. The imperial style. <laughs> you, you thought we were going straight into vodka. <laughs> vodka. The Korn. And the next season is revealed. We will be drinking nothing but vodka. <laughs> straight vodka from straight vodka. Russia. Yes, we will next be part of the mafia, the Does, Russian mob. Soviet increases, Soviet, Soviet intensifies. Oh god. Um So Zo-vo-zo-lo-vo. okay. Is that the actual? Do you know uh, they fucking- No, I don't. They're fucking speaking in Russian. I don't know the fucking. Words. Oh, so you don't. Know. I mean, you I know, know German. I don't know. Uh, need- I know. I know. Uh, un, you seem to be an agent. Un, un, uh, un beat of uh, Deutsch. Un. Uh, I forgot. I forgot to say that actually. Damn. Un und bisschen Deutsch. I know a little bit of German. There you go. Is that what that is? Yeah, that's what that means. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so all right. All right, English if- beers were largely consumed by the diplomatic community, right? Uh, the English porters. Oh, okay, so in yeah. Russia, they I've, became known yeah. as the Imperial Stout. I've heard of the Imperial. Yeah, Imperial Stouts. Yeah, it became known as the Imperial Stout because it usually because it likely evolved from English beers. Mm. And like I said, they were mostly consumed by the English diplomatic community. These, I as see. far as these porters go, yeah, um, which were referred to as Imperials. Yeah, right? yeah. The so, they, Empire. The Empire. My your new empire. So yes, they, I mean it still exists to this day. To this day, they have uh, technically they have Canada and Australia. So, and they used to have us, but so T seventy six baby. That's right, America, America, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <it's fucking> stupid, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the empire still exists to this day. Shall fight him on the beaches, in the fields, on the hills, in the streets. Is that Winston Churchill's victory at all at at any cost? Yes, to the Parliament. Yes, it is. I right. actually just recently watched Darkest did Hour. You? I did, dude. Really, it's so good, good right? <laughs> Jinx. For real. it's, it's really it's good. Really, it is really good. It's a, it's a really good movie. I, I mean, can't believe Gary it's, Ol- it. Gary Oldman. That's Gary Oldman, yeah, by the way. I know. Way. I know. I looked it up, and I was like, wow, they did. Talk about like the makeup for that. For that. Movie. Oh yeah, the makeup you know, like uh, artist a huge did a transformation, like a phenomenal job. And then and then Gary Oldman really like. I mean, what kills a fantastic it. actor, he kills bro. Did did they win an Oscar? They they were nominated. I know they were nominated, but they didn't win. Write some some other bullshit. I was like, how could I, <laughs> how could they not win? How can he not like win Best Actor for portraying Winston Churchill so like vividly and like I want I don't mean I don't know I haven't watched a lot of film of Winston, but I mean it's it's pretty. I would I think that it's pretty like very close to the actual. Person. Well, uh, I think I mean uh, yeah. So Lily actually knows a lot more about Winston Churchill. And actually yeah. when we were watching that movie, Lily was recounting all kinds of stuff because she's actually been to London. She's been to the to the war rooms. Like she's been to the museum the war room. All of this. She's seen all of that stuff. The war so I mean, we were talking about it and she was recounting all of this and I mean, it was, yeah. it's it's, it's got to be a really cool experience to be there. She's firing off the facts. Uh, yeah, dude. She was like, "Oh yeah, like I've been i seen was that stuff <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he was like, like excommunicated after the war. He was like, well, actually, so was Winston Churchill. Yeah, yeah. he was. He was almost immediately removed. The, the, from yeah, office. he was. He was. He was voted out of office. Yeah, the after, right after the war. I think. Yeah, they were like, all right, we've used this alcoholic yeah, we, up until we can. Uh, we've. We've. You know, the bulldog is needed no longer. Correct. Which was yeah. That's. I mean, bulldog yeah. is probably a pretty fucking accurate way to describe. That, well, that actually guy. They, they, call him, they call him the British bulldog. What a guy! they history. Always with a cigar. Nerd, always with a glass of champagne or just some scotch. Knocking it back, dude. Firing on all cylinders, right there. Yep. What? A, what a guy. Anyways, so Look back to pour. the imperial. It's like pouring pure coffee. Into. Yeah. It's. It's. I thought it was a stout. I was. Very, I was astonished to see how what a dark colored uh, uh, liquor it, or like spirit it is. I was like, my god. What's a general term? Because I I find uh, I mean, myself beer. Yeah, liquor. I mean, when I when I'm I'm talking about like a general reference term for like alcoholic beverages. Spirits, right? Um, I don't know if there's a difference necessarily between spirits. I mean, I've seen... The thing is, is that when you go to a store, yeah. you see liquor... Oh, no, it says wine and spirits. Wine and spirits, yeah. Yeah, so maybe spirit is just a general term. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Because I've also heard liquor and spirits as I've well. never known what spirit actually refers yeah, to. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably, it's probably from Costa Pom man. Anyways, so. who the fuck... <laughs> who the fuck actually knows what spirit means if you know what spirit means like when you're in in the context of alcohol shut the fuck up that's why that's why i specify because i know that some smart ass was gonna come back and be like oh it's fucking casper the ghost no no i'm talking about in the context of alcohol if you know what a spirit is look look if you commune with ghosts okay look crystal mommies you're welcome here okay crystal mommies we love you and astrology mommies we love you okay all right, just want to make that point. All right, Christ,
1: oh, we, we're a
0: welcoming community. We've we've gotten off topic. Anyways, incredibly, yeah. We, I'm telling you, we need a fucking like neon sign in here that just says "anyways." We need, and we I need can to, just like beep 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 beep. <laughs> I'll just flash it when we we're need way like off an topic. assistant. We need an assistant to like. Get, like, the, the dog collars and but shock us. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of a sape, like, they just walk oh, behind yeah. you, just, uh, or the, or right the, in the head. The spray box. <laughs> <laughs> Back on topic. No, but then we'll get our equipment wet, and we don't need yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's bad. Well, that's not good. Um, okay, so... So we've killed off the first bottle. Just so you know. oh, See? You see? I told you we were going to need more than one bottle. Yeah, yeah, he did say that. So, I sorry. told you. He was like, oh, are we good with just one bottle? I was like, no, it's only like I, two I ran goes. and bought another one tonight. Yes. So... Porters in America, they also followed an evolution up until Dan 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 Prohibition. Make, make. Oh shit! <laughs> Goddamn Prohibition! I thought, I thought you were gonna say the Revolution. Now <laughs> well, that makes sense. Fucking 1776. We yeah, were yeah. like, take your English bear and shove it up your arse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Arse, not ass. Arse. The arse. So, yeah, so in America, let's just put this fucking out there. In America, most craft beers just about fucking disappeared when it came to prohibition. Like, we have a lot, of, yeah. we've we've talked about a lot of different beer styles that, yeah, yeah. They just dis, but they just about disappeared when it came to prohibition. So, eh, whatever. Uh, prohibition happens, and it kills off anything that's not like a fucking yeah. Anheuser-Busch product. So, <laughs> here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, it's sad. It almost disappeared completely in England, too. Damn. Because they preferred stouts. Damn. So the porter evolved into a stout, and then they were like, I like this better. Fuck that porter shit. Yeah. So, what the fuck? And then Germans morphed it into yeah. black lagers, or Schwarzbeers. Uh-huh. so it was all but gone there, too. Damn. What the fuck? So... The porter, an endangered species. An endangered species. Find find out, but guess what? Find out now. <laughs> find out next week on Nads and Sled Words. Nads and Sled Wads. So guess what? Good old America uh-huh. fucking revived that shit in 1972 right. during the craft beer movement. Damn. Uh, and Anchor Brewing Company actually became the first to brew it since Prohibition. Wow. Imagine in, that. In America. In America. In America. Well, I don't know. I didn't check to see the rest of the global yeah, stats. Yeah. As far as I know, the one definitive statement that yeah. I can make is that it was in America. I don't know about the rest yeah, of the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure some like small pub. Well, or there were probably homebrewers, yeah, it too. that like did it and served it somewhere. Although I guess homebrewing is more of a recent development. Homebrewing probably wasn't very yeah, popular. That's during true. The that's 60s true. It's, it's a technical process, and a lot of equipment is required. Yeah, I'm gonna show you this shit later. It's a, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a whole lot of equipment. It is a good amount of um, experimentation, I'm sure. Well, if you want to get your own flavor, yes. Oh, um, like because like nowadays you they sell kits follow, follow like a recipe. Yeah, well, nowadays they give you a whole kit and they tell you just oh. put this all of this shit in so there, it's like step by step, type yeah. stuff. Oh, and what they do is they give you exact measurements and you just oh. pour all of it in there. There you go. Uh, which is you know the the kit that I bought comes with a you know the mm-hmm. the different tools and stuff like that and then it comes with a flavor kit which is what you use to brew the actual beer gotcha, um, gotcha. but yeah. yes there is a good amount of experimentation and different uh, yeah. chemical shit that you want to look at you know to, to, to determine the flavor of your beer mm-hmm. um, I already talked to a buddy of mine at work actually who is also a home brewer he loves brewing Damn. and he already told me a couple of stores in town that I can go to for ingredients and stuff like that so as soon as I finish this first batch and I brew this just so that I can get the hang of brewing yeah. I'm definitely going to start experimenting we're going to have some nerds yeah, yeah, yeah. and we so we Where it's beers, baby. Bam, baby. They're gonna be fucking happening. I've also approached Manny about making stickers and commissioning some art for stickers. So we can slap like a like a QR code on like a little like bottle, you know, or a can, which is our logo. I think that would be sick. Put it on your car, put on your laptop. Think it'd be I think it'd be litty. It would be fucking awesome. Still working on that, but it would just link us link you to the website. So if you're willing to get a bunch of cool ass stickers from us and keep some from yourself, and then plaster them wherever you go yeah like I know I put a bunch of stickers on my laptop for sure dude I would slap stickers all over the place I'll yeah, go to UTSA yeah. and just sh- fucking slam them everywhere <laughs> just unsolicited put it on people's cars <laughs> yeah, I'll just like, like make, I'll just make a magnet, some make a magnet so they can take it off <laughs> I'll just walk you know, by some poor kid and just slap it on slap his it on laptop them. and it, it, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put super glue on it so they can't oh remove it <laughs> And if they do remove it, they have the, this residue and this just ultra, nasty. So yeah, the ultra adhesive. Yeah, so they're incentivized to keep it on their laptop. Don't, uh, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna. Yeah, well, we're do that. not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. I promise. It's fucked up. You don't. You don't have to worry about me randomly walking behind you in the library and slapping a sticker on uh, an irremovable sticker on your laptop. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so American porters, American porters. We brought it back because mm-hmm. good old America. America's fucking awesome. And of course, now we have porters like this: the whiskey barrel aged double pecan porter. Yeah. It's delicious. delicious. It is delicious. It is delicious. We like. I said we already. I'm, this I'm a. i am know. I know that Manny counterpart here is not I I don't know. Are you a big fan of stout? I know I am. I enjoy stout. You know. I uh, here's the thing. I don't and, drink and now stouts we, very often yeah. because and now that, I haven't yeah. found one. I mean, Guinness is pretty good. But yeah, Guinness, like is, Guinness. Guinness is Guinness. So it's, it's classic. I mean, yeah, it is a reason. classic. But it's it's to me it's the equivalent of drinking like a uh, fucking Dos Equis or like a Bud oh, Light. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it's a it's a archetypical type of thing. Archetypical right. Typical like. So you want to get like something a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, you if I'm, you know, if you and I are lesser, di- diving yeah. into the world of craft beer, lesser known, yeah, lesser known, yeah, yeah. We want to we want to explore a little bit, you know. We don't want to go right for the shit that everybody loves, yeah. you know, because we so, already know that we're gonna love that. Yeah. So I went to Total Wine Funny Story. I went to Total Wine and I asked for a recommendation of what we could try, um, and I actually ended up finding this by myself. I didn't ask for help. I actually found this before I talked to the one of the staff at Total Wine, and usually they. They, um, they work there for a reason. They're usually uh, avid uh, alcohol or spirit consumers. So they usually have a really good, in my experience, they have a good opinion and um, uh, general, just general knowledge about uh, beers or just liquors and spirits in general. Um, and so the guy was a big fan of like stouts and porters and stuff like that. Um, and he he recommended a lot of stuff that we had drank before because I said I, you know my my counterpart he likes uh, or you know my friend he likes like loggers and I stuff like that. To, I want you to call me your partner, my partner, <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> my partner. Or no, my my friend uh, he uh, he likes like 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 the lighter stuff, like more the loggers type stuff. And I was like, yeah, we've done like a lot of European stuff and. Yeah, he so he's pointing out stuff, and I was like, "We've had that." And he's like, "What about this?" And I was like, "We've also actually tried that one too." And he's like, "Oh, okay, well." <laughs> he was like, "You guys really went for the yeah. good stuff." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, we just like beer. We like beer." And he's like, "I like beer too." Bro moment, but yeah, but yeah, he he actually we got to we got to bring yeah. this guy on the show now. <laughs> yeah, I got to bring the guy on the show. I don't even know his name. He was cool though. Anyways, but yeah, but yeah, he I was I was surprised by how much we had consumed or we had tried at least. It was interesting. Yeah, well, I have the lineup right next to us. Actually, there's a yeah. good amount of cans and bottles over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should. Well, you know what we need to do? There's a there's a, a thing that I passed on on 1604 here in San Antonio. It's a like the monks a tap or the tap monk, something like that. I think I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's a it's just a tavern. We should go and like. Fucking, you know, kill some beers over there. <laughs> just, I'm sure just they have some. Get slammed. Oh, no, no, i'm not get slammed. But like, I just go try stuff and see yeah. like what they have on tap because I, I, I imagine mean, there's a lot of a lot of good yeah. breweries here in. Oh, in the Pearl, we haven't been like to the Pearl either. Yeah, and the Pearl's should. like a classic. I mean, not only is it like a tourist destination and dining location, but mm-hmm. it's also used to be a brewery. That's well, what it was it, for. The, it yeah. is a Pearl, brewery, and it is I now brew, but it's not like uh, the the company that started Pearl. Like this doesn't exist anymore. So it's yeah, a new, it's a newer company. Yeah, it's under newer. I think they still maybe. manufacture under the Pearl name, but it's not like the same Correct. recipes. I, new management, basically. Yeah, yeah, new management, pretty much. Anyway, anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a solid two seconds of silence there. So let's talk about the difference between a stout and porter. I already said this is a muddy sort of weird, like almost nothing difference. Yeah, yeah. You've had a stout before. I've had a stout before. Yeah. Now yeah. you've had a porter. I don't know if you've had a porter before this. No, I don't. Well, as to my knowledge, no. To my what knowledge, no. Do you think the difference is? I mean, does this tape basically taste like a, a stout to you? Yeah. You know, I, I I would when I was in college. There was a beer garden that I used to like going to. it was actually one of the only beer gardens, and where, where where I went to college. So so um I ha- actually had my first Guinness there. Um and he, this is very reminiscent of that when I when I drink this yeah. right now. I think of having that Guinness back there at that yeah. beer garden. Yeah. So, <coughs> so like I said, difference between stout and porter. Depends yeah, on who fine you fucking line, ask. A fine line. Yeah. It really depends on who you fucking ask. In, in terms of like flavor profile, that's what I'm talking about. This reminds me of Guinness. Yeah. 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 It, it definitely does. It honestly reminds me of also of that Old Ale that we had. Yes. You know, the yes, yes, one. yes. 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 This particular one is actually aged three months in a whiskey barrel uh actually pass me the bottle real quick yeah i'm kind of yeah, yeah. curious so typically they they age this one three months in a whiskey barrel uh before bottling um and i'm curious to see if this says a bottling date um i don't i don't see a bottling date on here yeah i don't think so it tells me the bottle number i could probably look it up if i really wanted to but <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't i don't. I don't anticipate us being able to do that, but anyways, uh, it says a bottle. This says a bottle number on there. I don't know the bottle date, but yeah. So typically, oh, this right. one, this one in particular, is aged three months in a whiskey barrel. Um, but yeah, like I said, it depends on who you ask when you when you're considering the difference between a stout and a porter. Like it could be fucking almost nothing. It could be significant things. It could be well, what's the fucking color of my underwear today? You know, that's what I'm going to tell you. what My fucking answer is. <laughs> so yeah, so. Uh, Let's do it like this. Typically, stouts are drier and toastier. Okay. And porters are maltier and more full-bodied. Mm. And then there are some people that say the complete fucking opposite. Wow. They say stouts are more malty and full-bodied and uh, porters are drier and maltier. What are you do about it? you know? Yeah. It's fucking weird. It's, it's almost up to opinion, which is a <laughs> really rare thing. When it comes yeah. to beers, because yeah, yeah, yeah. most of the time, like, for example, like, I mean, to be fair, a, a stout and a porter is an ale, but, like, if you were to say, what's the difference between an ale and a lager, they'll be like, oh, top fermenting versus bottom fermenting, right? Yeah, yeah. But, no, uh, stouts and lagers, I mean, stouts and porters, they're like, eh, eh so it could what, be this. So, what would you call, like, the ale and uh, what would you say, ale and a lager? Because I know that the, the difference from that comes down to the way they manufacture it, the way they, uh, like, brew it, right? So it's then, the well, yeast that they use. The yeast, okay, okay. The, so the yeast and the temperature at which it there ferments. So then, what would you? Is it, so it's would you? Would it be correct to refer it as a style, or is it? Like a like oh, I don't know like because because so, because I the way I see it is like a branching hierarchical tree and like I don't know maybe I'm like doing programmer shit but like I see like a <laughs> I see like a flow chart and so it's like ale logger and then it's like okay you know, are you familiar used, are you familiar then, with bio- biological terms I mean yeah I, got, I mean I took biology but it's been a while okay. <laughs> I think of them as like kingdom and oh, phylum okay okay okay. Yeah, so, so like the yeah, kingdoms okay. would be yeah, like yeah, ales yeah. and, and, lagers, and lagers, yeah, and then yeah. the phyla would be just about everything below that, and then there are, you know, different you know uh, subcategories. We should have put this in like talking. an earlier episode, but yeah. Dude, for real, yeah. yeah <laughs> We're yeah, talking yeah. about this in episode fucking <laughs> 10. <laughs> 10, this is the finale. <laughs> God damn it! All We're right. novice. We're novice uh, beer enthu- and like I like would say at this, this point, I w- I'd say at this point we are intermediate. Intermediate. Ah, maybe you, but me. I'm not <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I've You're researched novice. beer a lot more than you. I would say I'm, I'm definitely no expert. I think yeah, yeah, a, a, yeah. an expert would require years. Yeah, of, gotcha. of you know experience in brewing and stuff like that. And and the only reason get I the would, jargon, we get the jargon, like, we get the jargon. Yeah, I yeah, understand yeah. the gist of the process. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna understand it even more when I start brewing. When these you start doing it yourself. Exactly. And I guarantee you, I swear to God, the, day that, I the, finish, the day that I finished my first batch, and I'm waiting. I'm so, waiting a little so bit. So, how would you serve that? You just, can you bottle No, you can't. You just serve it in a pitcher or a no, pint dude, or what? You can bottle that shit. Oh, you can bottle it. This is, it comes with like bottling stuff too? It, it comes with a fucking crimper and bottle caps and a fucking funnel and everything. Oh. 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 Oh, yeah, soon. There's gonna I'm gonna give you a fucking bottle of Manny made beer, bro. Oh. 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 So. I'm going to wait a little bit because Lily is pregnant and I want to wait oh, of course, until of she's not pregnant so that she can yeah. try my first batch because I'm not going to make a beer and not have my wife be able to try my beer. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to wait. But once I do come out with it, I'm going to make sure that I get you a couple bottles because Damn. the first batch is going to be five gallons of beer, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is like a lot of beer. That's a lot of beer. <laughs> That's yeah, a lot of beer, real, bro. That's a little keg right there. A little micro keg. Yeah, it's a full-size keg. I'm there pretty sure. There you go. So, Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's that's uh, the liquid um, volume of a of a keg is is five gallons? Maybe not. Maybe it's more. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say. I think most kegs are like three, two. I don't remember, but something like that. I know, like the micro kegs are three, two. Sell- what? Three gallons? Three gallons? Yeah. Really? Uh Yeah, yeah. Because well, I mean, if you get a big one, like the way I'm thinking, okay. Look, I'm, I really I, think I, the context. Fun. The context is a frat party, so the the kegs that get at least at a frat party where you put it inside the <laughs> the trash can, like you buy the trash cans from like like uh, from fucking Home Depot, from, the plastic from like trash Walmart can. or something. Yeah, and you fill it with ice and you put the keg. Like yeah. that's what I'm. thinking That's your of. homemade keg that's right there. The, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking of right now, but. But I, I remember somebody saying something like that at I mean I was kinda drunk, but like yeah, at the like those like three three gallons. Shit, or, maybe it is three gallons. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I should probably know this by now. Yeah. Which yeah. is what makes me uh I guess it makes me more closer to novice than intermediate. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I am more of a novice. It's fine, it's fine. Yeah. Anyways. Um yeah, so like I said, there's kind of a weird uh sort of middling definition of it. Um porters use malted barley. Um and people Okay. Again, this is up to a little bit of uh you're choosing, mm-hmm. but people will typically say that porters use malted barley, and mm-hmm. stouts will use unmalted roasted barley. Okay. So, and then typically, um, so porters will be typically made with dark malted barleys, a good amount of hops, and some top fermenting yeast, which makes them ales. We've already said this. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they typically have full-bodied multi flavor, and that comes with roasted and caramel malts. And we've already... St- Started mm. tasting some of the sweeter malts that come with porters. Yeah. Uh, they also have to usually have a higher ABV to balance out the sweetness that it comes with because, I mean, you tasted it. It yeah. comes with a good amount of sweetness. But porters in general are all about balance because you can have a lot of sweetness from a yeah. lot of the malts because it's a very malt heavy beer to me, mm. so far at least. So you're going to have a lot of sweetness. So they balance that out with ABV, you know, yeah, uh, with your your alcohol and, of course, your hot bitterness and stuff like that and your aroma, mm-hmm. different shit like that. Um, so, let me name you a few. So, black malts, roasted malts, chocolate malts, caramel malts, different shit like that. They can have a lot of different things, but then they'll have like the fruity yeasts and the high hopping rate to increase the bitterness of it. That's okay. that's a part okay. of it. Okay. Now, Porters are all in the ingredients. The process is not typically as important as, like, uh, you know, there's other beers that the process is super important. You need to boil for a very specific amount of time. You need to keep it at a temperature for this amount of time. Then you need to raise the temperature for a little bit and then drop it back down a little bit. Yeah. It's all kinds of fucking weird with a lot of different beers. <laughs> and for porters, yeah. that's not necessarily the case. Okay. so More straightforward, maybe? Yeah. So in porters, a lot of it is about the... Uh, the f- Fucking ingredients, okay, and the aging. Aging. So porters like this one was aged three months, for example, and yeah. there are some, and that's probably why we why it reminds me of that old ale because that old ale was aged for six also, months. An, uh, yeah, and aged, but it was also a- aged. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like for this one, for example. Um, Uh, Porters, typically, will have uh, different complements like spices and sugary flavors. Oh, Um, okay. So, you can throw anything from, like, maple, chocolate, cinnamon, honey. I did did see a lot of that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can toss all kinds of different flavors. There are people that have spicy chocolate in there. Like, it gives you, like, a peppery chocolate sort of flavor. Almost like a... a Sweet and spicy type stuff. Fuck. I'm trying to think of the... Mango habanero. That yeah, I don't know about that. That would be probably I'm be. I'm sure of a somewhere out, flavor. somewhere in the world, there's Martin Brewing House has a fucking buffalo wing flavor. <sighs> they do all types of weird shit. In Martin, do brewing you House follow well. them on Facebook? I do. I don't I should probably follow their socials. I follow them on Facebook, and they brew a lot of weird shit. Yeah, they it do, looks great. They, but they go wild. They go crazy. They do. That's the fucking they. They're the Frankenstein's of, of the brew brewing scene in here in Texas. <laughs>
1: It lives. Yeah, so
0: like I said, there's a whole bunch of different spices and stuff that you can miss with, uh, you know, on a porter. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's more of a dessert beer, so you typically go for like the sugary flavor. I, I could see that. that. It's very, uh, like I said, I've, I've described it as decadent, decadent. Well, when I'm and not, that's actually probably a really yeah. Good way to I feel like, it. I feel like it's like yeah, again, like it's an elevating beer. Yeah, yeah. I'm enlightened. So. Let's let's wrap up the beer talk with a little bit sure. about the 512 Brewery. Okay. Or even 512. A little, little history. Yeah, a little history. Whatever you want to call it, 512. We're already, we're already at 53 minutes. The 512. 512, baby. That's right. So 512. Founder, Kevin Brand. Mm. Um, so, he opened the brewery in 2008 and aimed to fill a niche in the local fledgling craft beer scene, which we, you know, you and I both know Austin is definitely known for that. Probably. Yeah. I would say the Austin is known for for the focal point of craft beer for craft, just craft alcohol in general. Yeah, craft yeah, alcohol yeah. in general. Because I mean, that's also where Tito's is, which exactly. is probably one of the most popular vodka, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, bottles in the like world. If you like Tito's, something, look, honey, baby, you got a problem. Okay, <laughs> 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 well, let's just be honest. Yeah, okay, let's be honest. if if Tito's your 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 like your drink of choice when you're not going to a party context, if you're not going to a party, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna pick up some Tito's. Uh, and some titos you know like mm, i don't know honey bb you might maybe go see a therapist okay <laughs> maybe go consult some childhood trauma. okay no, okay no, 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 no. <laughs> you you're, you're okay you're okay yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe you should go see yeah maybe you should yeah anyway <laughs> some strong shit okay <laughs> um yeah so it's you, great you, at parties but yeah it's... it is it is and austin is known for that you know uh, okay when i think of austin i think of shitty tacos and god damn, craft ready. beer right. Because everybody okay. says Oh my god the Tacos in Austin are so amazing No, no They're, they're gringo tacos bro They're not They're dude. fucking white people tacos they're, they're fake They're not dude They're Unfortunately, fake. There's very rare places in, in Austin Where you can have a good taquito, A good real taco A, a good real taquito A dude, taco like. that owns up to his name Exactly That yeah, yeah. Ever yeah. been to Juan a million? I have not. You should. One in a million. Yeah, that's a yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Juan uh, uh, in a million. Juan in a million. Where is that in San Antonio or Austin? yeah. No, no, no. It's in Austin. Uh, my dad uh, used to go there when he was going to UT, and uh, uh, he did a paper on it. I think. Well, That's the story he always tells me. But yeah, and he ended up uh, meeting the owner of that restaurant, and it's still it's one of the most popular restaurants. like. For locals, it's one of the most popular restaurants in that neighborhood. That's fucking. And funny. the owner, I love the name. <laughs> and the, yeah, the owner's name is Juan, and uh, and he uh, he's uh, from from our hometown Laredo. And uh, really, he, yeah, he opened up this this restaurant in Austin when he moved with his family, and uh, he now he's he's like a. A very wealthy man because the, the the restaurant has been so successful. He owns literally the whole block that the that 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 the restaurant is situated on. Dude, that's fucking and, awesome. And the food is really and that's good. hard to do in Austin. Yeah, the yeah, cost yeah. Living in Austin is basically California prices. Yeah, yeah. It's always it's whenever we've gone uh, in the past, it's always packed. Yeah. Um. But uh. But the food is always. It reminds me. Yeah. It reminds me. It reminds me of home. It reminds me of home. It's a good. It's a <laughs> good If thoughtful. you can. If you can pack a restaurant on a Tuesday, yeah. you know you're doing good. Yeah, yeah, man. And like that restaurant that you recommended to me. Um. Chris Madrid? Chris Madrid, baby. Dude, we went on a fucking Tuesday. It was packed. I'm telling you, man. It's a local favorite. It was really good. It was There's, really, good. And, really and across the street good. from that, from Chris Madrids, is a Blanco Cafe. And they're supposed to have some of the best menudo in San Antonio. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Gonna have to try it, I guess. I'm telling you, bro. We should go. The homies should go. Bet. On one of these Saturday mornings, we'll go get some menudo. Oh, a Saturday morning. And it's winter, so it's a perfect time for that. That would be nice. Perfect time for that shit. Anyways. We're giving just free fucking ads. Juan (laughs) million, fucking Curse Madrids and fucking Blanco Cafe. Hey, yo. Please sponsor us. Give us a motherfucking discount, please, okay? (laughs) I'm going to show you this episode the next time I go to your fucking establishment and I I request a discount. Give us a little discount, a little 10 Or just, you know what? Just share a beer with me. A little 15. Look, look, bring the owner out. Have him share a beer with me. (laughs) fuck. That'll suffice. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. If I could share a beer with the owner of one of those establishments, I'm good. I'm satisfied. Yeah, Juan, Juan from Juan and Amelia, he's a he's a very per- he usually he's at the store. And so if you know him, he'll come and greet you and shake your hand. Very very amicable. That's a business owner. Yeah, he's a he's a cool. he's a yeah, very very mom and pop vibe. Very mom and pop yeah, vibe. Yeah. Um real nice guy. He's a super guy. He always greets my family whenever we go because he what knows a guy. my dad and my mom. So yeah, he he's like always always a real real chill dude. Anyways, anyways, thank you to Quantum Million, uh, Quantum Million baby. So yeah, so five one two. Um, so they aim to fix, you know, to, to fill that niche um, by brewing styles like a high ABV uh, IPA and like a Belgian wit, for example. Um, and now today. The Pecan Porter is like iconic of their their brewery, which is exactly really what we're having. Yeah, and and, wow. and again, like I said, this is one of the most popular products, and it just so happens I know you said that on so the shelf. So this is what they're known for. Then, yeah, this is one of their most. I, I products. mean, I, I see why. It's a delicious, very delicious beer. It is delicious. I'm feeling it, but it's delicious. It's delicious. Like I said, this is one of their most popular uh porters, and actually, for recently they uh, they they're expanding. <laughs> they're getting bigger, so. Hopefully that means we're gonna have even more fucking awesome flavors out of this brewery. It is, mm. delicious. Yes, velvety, delicious, chocolatey. It's it has a smokiness from the from the whiskey barrels. It does have a little bit of smokiness. Very full bodied, like, some some yeah. boozy taste behind very it. Bo- yeah, boozy. Um, but I definitely get like a full range of flavor. I, I think there is supposed to be like notes of vanilla and stuff, and the the chestnut. Or, I mean, sorry, the the pecan. Yeah. But I, I like I, like you said. I don't really get. I don't get a lot of vanilla. I don't get a lot of the the chest. Uh, I keep saying chestnut. Just, oh, um, Classic, yeah. classic. Uh, I don't get a lot of the pecan or the vanilla, but I do definitely <laughs> get that that uh, oak flavor from that from the whiskey barrel, the whiskey kind of flavor. Yeah, yeah. And the and the darkness uh, from the porter. It's it's, it's it's delicious. It's delicious. Final verdict. It's fucking delicious. It's good. This is. I mean, this is. It's, 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 it's probably, it's probably the. I think, in my opinion, one of the, definitely one of the classier beers I've had. Well, and you know, yeah. to that end. This is probably like the second or third time that I've ever even had a porter. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think this is—you said you, you're. This is your first time. Yes, I think I don't. I don't remember ever having a porter before. Yeah, so, I've had stouts. So, so this is very for, similar. But for yeah. an introduction to porters, this yeah, is pretty good. This is setting the bar high, I would think. Yeah, which is, I mean, you know, and it's funny because I mean, when you look up a craft beer scene, a lot yeah. of people talk about stouts and porters. Really? Yeah. When you, when, like, when you actually do research into the craft beers, a lot of people, well, okay, IPAs are definitely up there, but those are yeah. kind of, like, the basic. Well, that's because it's, like, the American, that's, like, what America's known for, like, that, making well, okay, the, the adoptive, you know, beer. Here's the thing, beer. with IPAs, because the, the, the you know, uh, like, Latinos have, you know, a lot of lagers, and the Germans, like, made lagers the way they are today. So and then the the English have uh, uh, their their stouts and or the Irish have their stouts I should say. Well, and I think so, loggers have become fairly popular in America in general. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's pro- that's the <laughs> the primary brewer- exactly, brewing exactly. style of uh Bush. So, but um, yeah, so it's funny because when you look at like craft brewing in general, it's almost like like IPAs. Are, uh, don't get me wrong, I love IPAs. Yeah, but. I don't know, and I might be completely wrong about this. This, this is just the vibe I get. This is just an opinion. Oh, I drink IPAs, bro. Yeah, exactly. You see, right fucking there, <laughs> the IP, right fucking there. The there IP, is a <laughs> a negative stigma the, the, around the people stigma. that drink IPAs. What's well, because you're an IPA, you don't want to be the IPA, bro. That, I don't know what it is. What that is. I don't know. I don't know what exactly well, the it, fucking it, phenomenon it, look, is. It's, it's a it's a stereotype per- perpetuated by like college, I'm sure by collegiate age women. That like that that's what the that's what the the guy. I think it's bases. probably collegiate age men. To yeah, be also uh, could be, like uh, base their personality around that they're the beer guy, the craft beer yeah, guy. I guess. Yeah. yeah, maybe you're right. It's probably college age people that don't know what <laughs> fuck they're talking about. Yeah, but IPAs are fucking delicious. Man. IPAs are delicious. Don't get me wrong. I love a good IPA. Yeah, yeah. But it's almost funny because I mean, if you if you like, there's almost like a. Um, a condescension towards people who drink IPAs. You're in the right. Craft beer community. You're right. People, people are like you like IPAs and like, yeah, dude, they're pretty good, man. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like most good. people, people who consider themselves craft beer or they enthusiasts, think it's like they think and 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 sometimes it is. You know, some IPAs are known for having very high ABV, ABV, but they're like, you're gonna drink an IPA just like to chill, and I'm like, yeah, like I like IPAs are good. They're good beer. They're good quality instead of like a versus a lager, which might be like lesser in IBV, ABV, excuse me. So like it's like I don't know like you're yeah, right again that's like stigma it's like a stigma surrounding it for, yeah, yeah yeah for whatever reason which is like makes no sense because they're just beer I mean it's well and again yeah. like I said it's 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 almost a condescension towards yeah, uh, yeah. people who drink IPAs um, because most people who are craft beer enthusiasts they yeah. typically say oh you know no, like, porters and stouts are where it's at oh oh I I would say I say IPAs bro <laughs> yeah exactly no yeah, no no, no, yeah. no like cra- like real craft beer enthusiasts I'm the people home. who are straight up brewers and the everything, real ones yeah they say oh yeah porters and stouts where it's at it's it's a weird condescension that i've gotten from all of the research that i've done i mean so many forums and 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 journals and all kinds of shit Mm -hmm. where i just detect like this this faint this hint of condescension towards people who drink ipas it's weird the gatekeeping which is which is again and and i i consider myself to be a craft beer enthusiast that's that's, textbook gatekeeping whether i'm a novice intermediate or an expert i'm not an expert by any means but whether i'm a novice or intermediate I consider myself to be an enthusiast. I love beer. I like craft beer. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest, my favorite style of beer is lagers. It's just more refreshing to me. IPAs are really good, but my personal favorite is a lager, you know? You, and I think you and I can agree on this: the Oktoberfest beer is probably one of the best beers that we've it's ever had. Good, dude. it's the best beer I've ever had. That's really, I ch- would <laughs> kill anything to get back on yeah, Nirvana over it's, there, bro. It's to get to that high dude. again, it's delicious. But, but whatever it is, I don't know. It's, it's 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 weird. And so, craft beer community, I'm speaking to you right now. Stop the condescension. Stop the gatekeeping. Stop the gatekeeping. We don't gatekeep here. This Stop. is Nerds third Slurred speaking. We do not gatekeep here. Stoppage stoppage stop the print stop the count just if you like beer you're allowed to like beer you don't have to choose a specific type of beer exactly you can just whatever fucking beer you like don't just like it don't yuck other people's yum baby okay (laughs) simple as that don't yuck the yum if they don't like porters so fucking what you like like porters porters, great exactly exactly who fucking cares anyways i i kept my beer talk to an hour. it's and We're at an hour mm, and four minutes. So yes. we're good. We're good. Beer talk is to an hour. Talk is an hour and four minutes. Mm, hey, right. beer talk is over. Okay, well, we're going to transition to over to the Nerd stuff then. Oh, God. Here come, here, Dude, mm. we got a lot of nerds to talk about. And I, you know what? I want you to be proud <sighs> of okay, me. Okay, did you finish Hawkeye? Dude, I fucking did. <laughs> I know. Did you binge it during your fucking lunch break? Or okay, I, <laughs> I watched one episode during lunch break yeah. and I watched one episode when I was cleaning yeah. when you were on the way over here. Yeah. okay. Okay, okay, okay so... Yeah. We mentioned this this morning. I was still two episodes behind. Yeah, yeah. I managed to finish Hawkeye today because I haven't been able to finish it because I've been so obsessed with other shows, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I did finish Hawkeye. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, before we get into that, I just want to, that a cursory statement, a cursory question, rather, but but uh, we're going to season two. That's the main, uh, kind of the like main topic we want to cover today. Um, so we're, we're ending season one uh, right here with episode 10. Um, we you know appreciate all the support we've gotten, all the people that ask like, when's the next podcast coming out? Yes. that's awesome, that's great. We really appreciate that. You, what, you guys are why we do this. You yeah, guys, yeah, yeah, you guys are so awesome. We really, really so like from the bottom of my heart, yeah, I yeah. appreciate you. We Appreciate the love. Goyo appreciates you. The support. Um. Uh, and it's just fun. It's something that we enjoy to do. We get to both be like ourselves here, and um, you know, it's it's awesome. And we so, get to have the we get to have the bro moments get, where we just drink yeah, beer, yeah, and hang out and hang out and just, just talk, yeah, just bro time. Because because look, Koi and I play a lot of video games. We haven't done a lot recently. But we yeah, used to play. Yeah. We play a lot of video games. We, we both watch a lot of shows. Yeah, it's good to be able to just hang out and talk about yeah. nerd shit. And you guys are. The whole reason for this little outlet that we have right here. So we really do appreciate the shit out of all of you. Exactly. 100%. So you might be wondering, okay, well, season's one done. You might take a little hiatus and then we'll come back with season two because we are definitely coming back with season two um, because we we still want to continue doing this because we enjoy it a lot. Um, So like, what's the next plan? What's the next step for, for season two? I was thinking, and and this is just on the top. We haven't really discussed it beforehand. Maybe we should have, but um, <laughs> but but uh, so we can have like a more concrete answer and more like you know structured. But I was thinking about doing wine. We do, we wine. do wine. We go fancy. Dude, we because we, we're already drinking out the 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 tulip glasses right now. We're, My we're, pinky's gonna be up. Yeah, be, oh yeah, sophistication. Um, but but you know, <laughs> <laughs> we come not as liberators, we come not as conquerors, but as liberators. Ah, <laughs> uh, the shadows betray you. <laughs> <laughs> you were born in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> No wait I was born in the dark Yeah yeah <laughs> You The shadows betray you Because uh, You adopted the dark I was born in it Shaped by more than by it <laughs> I wonder what will I break think first. I think I think your I think your voice is closer to I wonder to what Tom Hardy's yeah, Bane I wonder I what Will is. break first Your mind Or your body Or your body <laughs> and He like fucking Cracks his fucking oh, spine dude, He does like the John Cena just John <laughs> Cena Yeah um Anyways. Anyways, so I think we do wine. Now, what are your thoughts about that, dude? Open forum. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody else here to respond, but I'm I'm up for wine. I am I'm, I'm excited for that. You know, uh, we've talked about it. Yeah. Mean, here's the thing. I think our plan is to continue the seasons with you know wine, whiskey, vodka. Yeah, you yeah. know, different. I mean, different all kinds of different spirits and liquors and different types of, um, you know, alcohol. Right, and, and obviously sure. we're going to continue with the nerd topics because that is part of. Our fucking fiber of our being, you know exactly. Um. So, but obviously, uh, you know, we we wanna we wanna hear from you guys. We wanna know what you guys think. <laughs> Do you think we should switch to wine? Yeah, yeah. Should we switch to fucking whiskey? Whiskey was also the other option. We kind of had like a branching a branch tree here. We had like uh, a wine, branching decision tree. a branching decision tree uh, for the gamers out there. Uh, uh, <laughs> It was like wine or whiskey. I mean, we could also do other things. We could do like vodka or something. But that's like, oh god, that's real. That's real hardcore. Or tequila. We could do tequila too. Oh shit! <laughs> Imagine a <laughs> tequila season. I mean, we wouldn't. We wouldn't be fucking sober the yeah, whole we'd time. Just take that would shots be the, and shit. That would, be the, <laughs> <laughs> that would be the definition of slurred yeah, words. Slurred in words. The nerds. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, but so, Don Julio's hitting hard. Sorry, we are, we are moving to season two, and yeah, we want to hear from you guys. Um, You know, we've got our YouTube channel up. You know, uh, we've got all the episodes going right now. By the Mm -hmm. time you hear this tomorrow, all 10 episodes will be available on YouTube. Um, Now, here's another little thing. And I didn't tell you about this. Mm Mm-hmm. I was thinking for season two we could finally have cameras. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, we could use phones or whatever we yeah, want to yeah, use. Yeah. But I was thinking for season two we will have the cameras. We will have actual video for you guys to watch. Yeah, you yeah. can see the podcast studio as it is, definitely, uh, which is basically just my game room. This is where I fucking nerd out and play video <laughs> yeah, games yeah. like crazy. But it's nice though. It's a nice yeah, setting. It's a it's a solid it's Got, a solid place to vibe yeah, out and nerd out for so. sure for sure. Um, yeah, so. Let us know what you think. Uh, you know, comment. Add us on Twitter. You know, yeah, um, you know, send us a message on Twitter. Do whatever you want. Find a way to fucking communicate with us. Send me some smoke signals. I will see them. Send us I an can, email. I can, <laughs> I can decipher if feeling, Morse code. If you're feeling uh, particularly professional, particular, you have to you have to start it with "Good evening, gentlemen." Good evening. Gentlemen. Um, even if it's in the morning. But yeah, so reach out to us. Let us know what you for think sure, for, for sure. season two. Uh, Cause yeah, this is a fucking season finale. Yeah, I know. So that's our kind of uh, you know uh, two roads diverged in a yellow wood or whatever it's called in a, the Robert Frost poem. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood. Or was it two roads diverged in a something wood? I've never, <laughs> I've never you ever heard read of that Robert poem? Frost. It's a good poem. I've heard of Robert Frost. I've never read I that just, particular poem. You know, poem. take the pathless, traveled by, something like that. Oh Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so we're going to do season two. We're just kind of at a crossroads here of what we want to do. I, I think we we should go with wine. That's my my vote. Um, and speak- oh, I'll vote for wine, but yeah. if everybody else objects, we'll go somewhere else. But for sure. I, I'm going to vote for wine as of right now. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been seeing, <laughs> I've had personal experience with, with some wine. I particularly, uh, the, I'm sure you've seen it too. It's very popular. It's Stutter Home. Have you heard of Stutter Home? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's Sutter Home. So, Oh, it's Sutter. Excuse me. Sutter Home. I thought it was Stutter. Um, I added an extra T in there. Uh, no, I think you're right. Sutter Home. S-U-T-T-E-R. Sutter. Um, Sutter Home, uh, I know, is a very popular like wine brand, especially among ladies. I was introduced to it at a get-together, um, and it was just like little... This very short, very petite girl was drinking this, like these little, the little tiny, uh, what, what would you call them, the little shots of wine. You know, those uh-huh. little bottles, the little yeah, tiny yeah, bottles. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and it was a very dark, dry red. It was like, like, like almost like a cabernet. Uh, yeah, but it like cabernet, but like it. it and I, I tried some of it, and I was like, dude, this tastes like tequila. That's what it reminded me of. The, oh shit, that's how dry it was. Like it was, I was like, God damn. It's like, you drink this? And she's like, yeah, I love it. And and it's just, just like, gasoline all yeah, the way down exactly, your throat. exactly. But I was like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to stick to my beer, thanks. I'm going to stick to my Shiner. I'm going to stick to my IPA, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, that night it was Shiner. I was like, nah, I'm going to oh, stick to some my. Some good old Shiner. Yeah, some good Did Shiner. you have a silly some, sailor agree, by No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, I remember that distinctly, uh, very dry, uh, like, and I know, like, a lot of ladies like that, um, they like getting those little tiny, Little tiny bottles. Um, I like, Hey, man. Though. I saw good. Some, Yeah, good. I, I, don't, I don't deny it. I'm, it's, it was a good way to get lit for sure. It's a great Because that lit. stuff was hitting hard. I was you can like, just Damn. shove that shit in your back pocket, exactly. like four bottles of that. Exactly. You can just whip that out during the night. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> the very similar situation, <laughs> <laughs> what you're describing right now. It's like appeared out of nowhere, peered in the hand. And I was like, okay. I was like, fuck it. It's like, it's like she went into her inventory yeah, and just yeah, whipped yeah. it out. She whipped it out of the back pocket real quick, like a fucking EpiPen and shit um but no uh like yeah I, I know those is very popular so maybe we can try that um and I know like recently I saw like an Instagram story where somebody was like having a bridal uh like a bridal thing uh like uh, best maiden or whatever uh bride, best Maid pickle beer? bridesmaiden bridesmaids bride's and, like, the package was had a bunch of stutter home in there. Isn't it Maid of Honor? Is that what you were looking for? Um, but, yeah, but just, you know, made of Honor, Bridesmaids. Uh, okay. Well, because you, you said Best Maid. Sorry. Best made. of Honor. Br- you were of thinking honor. of Best Man. It's yeah, made of Honor. Yeah, made of Honor. Anyways. Point yeah. is, yeah, we're starting season two, uh, you know, soon enough. And... Uh, I you know again this is not something I mentioned to goyo hopefully we'll have video for that. Yeah yeah. We'll be trying wine and you guys are going to see this firsthand. You're going to be able to see this shit. Uh, but See me play anyways, with the uh, this thing. It's a capo for my guitar. The capo for the guitar that I'm squeezing. A um yeah, he's using it as a as a wrist exerciser, a forearm <laughs> exerciser. Um but anyways, yeah. So last just final note, thank you guys so much for watching. You know, we really do appreciate all 100%. of you. This is not the end of the episode, I'm not telling you goodbye. No, no, no. But no. uh yes, we any any of you guys that are still listening to us, um, we really do appreciate you for sticking it out. So back on a topic. Let's get to the nerd dumb. Yeah, yeah. So we got we got hella nerd them to talk about. Wh- I just fucking finished watching Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, we had so much stuff come out. We got uh, there's a the Boba just dropped book Bo- of Bo- Boba Fett just dropped on Disney Plus. Have you watched it? I have watched it the whole thing. No, no, no. It's it's the episodic. They're release. doing an episodic. So okay. I, I haven't seen it yet. Episode two came out yesterday. I have not. I've yet to see it. I'll probably go home and watch it tonight. But um. Uh, so, because I've been, I, so yeah. I think I've already said this. I've been reading Dune. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So I yeah, haven't yeah. had a whole lot of time to watch TV shows. So fine, I've been yeah. reading Dune. It's such a good book, and I want to tell you this right now, just while we're on the topic of nerddom. Yeah. You know, you talked about how the first movie was, in your opinion, better than the second movie. Is that is that yeah. am I correct in saying that? Uh, uh, yeah, I I I felt that. No, I wouldn't say it was better. I would say that it was uh, more pretentious. I think that was my final verdict. Okay, because it made me want to go, in a, in a good way, because it made me want to go look up lore because I didn't understand everything. What the like, I didn't understand what the fuck was happening most of the time. All right, yeah. I'm gonna shit all over you. <laughs> 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 the, the second movie, the the you know this more recent movie, not technically, not necessarily yeah, the adapt- sequel, but the twenty 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 one, correct, the remaster, yeah. is so much. fun fucking better much more accurate to the book so much more accurate really they do so good at doing justice to the book and I understand why it's such a goddamn long movie and they didn't even get to the fucking end yeah. so I'm reading Dune right now um, I, I bought this, this badass version of the book it's got mm-hmm. like the, the blue pages on the side and shit because yeah. you know their eyes are blue because of the spice on Arrakis yeah yeah um, but Melange what is it called melange? yeah Melange yeah. Melange whatever melange, the way, yeah. fucking way they pronounce it um but Spice. the 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 book is very very close to what the movie is like. There are obviously some subtle differences. Of there are, there are directorial with, choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are you know different things that they, which is normal, chose is, to do yeah, for the no. sake of cinematography yeah, and, yeah. and stuff like that. But um, like for example, the battle um, in when uh, when the Harkonnens attack with yeah. the Sardaukar, Um yeah, none yeah. of that really happens didn't in the have the bagpipes from <laughs> yeah. Hans Zimmer like <laughs> no it, 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 it did not have Hans Zimmer like I'm, like Hans Zimmer fucking what a great guy what a, what a talented you know composer what like, an like, artist like, like, like yeah what an artist that you can put fucking bagpipes in a fight scene and bagpipes are badass don't get me wrong but like to have it just solely as the only instrument for a fight scene and not have any other or very little accompanying instrumentation I, I credit to Hans Zimmer yeah, yeah. yeah. 100% yeah. I mean it's it's a it's a careful strategic placement strategic choice yeah for yeah. sure um but yeah so the movie i mean like for like the battle for example uh the book doesn't go into the the the, the details of the battle itself mm. the book actually kind of skims over it almost really? um and they go like oh we already fucking lost oh shit yeah you know because the harkens came out of fucking nowhere and yeah. they came so overwhelmingly that i mean it was just impossible for um the atreides to resist which atreides! is yeah, the Atreides is Atreides. the is the family of Duke Leto, and yeah. he's the you know the the son of. If you don't know the lore, it's fine. Just go. Yeah, read the I, I'm Wiki. sorry. No, here's the thing. Look. Or read the book. Watch the movie. The movie or is so good. The movie is excellent. The movie I, is so good. I would say it's probably the best movie I watched in 2021. And 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 it really deserves, in just my opinion, and I think the director has also expressed. A consensus with with, or that was his original opinion that I adopted. Actually, is that it's meant to go be seen on the big screen. You can watch it on H. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's on HBO Max anymore. But you can. But it was meant it's to It's not be, on HBO Max anymore. Yeah, it's meant to be experienced in the theater. Yeah, yeah and I would definitely, and it definitely say should be. It should be exactly. It especially, should be especially, especially, especially because of the orchestration of Hans. Oh Zimmer. yeah, the suite, the 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 uh, soundtrack for the movie is excellent. Fucking, fantastic. it's Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer's like. Fucking goaded. And I mean, it's, it's, soundtrack. yeah, when you see Hans Zimmer as one of the composers. You know, he knows it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be you, some good you're shit. You're like, fuck, I got to watch this in IMAX. I mean, think about this. If you ever seen Interstellar, Hans Zimmer. Okay? Hans Zimmer. Fucking, uh, what, there's another, uh, Inception, Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. Both of which are Christopher Nolan movies. Exactly. And both of them are, d- performed extremely well in the box office, so. Yep. Financially successful films, artistically also for a good reason. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. This artistically also successful films. So, yep. just in general. So, anyways, quality, yes. quality films. Yes. Anyways, my point is, Dune, the second movie, another quality film, confirmed by a coworker of mine actually, because I was talking to her about it, and she mentioned that she had also read the books. Oh, really? Um, and it, and, and I'll, I'll say this. It's one. It, it's the. I think it's the best. Um, whoops, I'm messing with the arm here fucking boom, boom, boom arm um, <laughs> the mic arm uh, it's one of the it's the, I think it's the best uh, uh, the best selling sci-fi novel ever written I would is, I would probably agree yeah. it's, like, like the, the same I mean, it's caliber it's one of the best that I've ever read yeah it's the same caliber of like Lord of the Rings esque and then there's there's critics of Lord of the Rings and I'm not sure there's critics of Dune but but it has that same caliber, that same prestige. Yes, as, as 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 like Lord of the Rings being lauded as one of the best, if not the best selling fantasy novel ever written. So yes, yeah, absolutely, it's up there in that caliber, and it has definitely Just regained for popularity recently with the movie it, coming exactly. out and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And again, that's the reason why I bought the book. It's the reason why I've been reading it. I'm in the second book right now actually, because there's three books in the first. Yeah, in, in Dune itself, and then yeah. there's three separate books after that. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I mean, there's six total books in yeah, yeah. that were written by Frank Herbert. Now. What I'm confused on is I think the three books that I'm reading are Mm -hmm. part of the first book that Frank Herbert wrote. Damn. So like there's potentially a shitload of reading material that you can yeah. get on Dune, but anyways, um, yeah, there's yeah, there's so, several uh, like I know accompanying like sequels and prequels to and, and and Brian Herbert actually yeah. his son wrote yes some, wrote some uh, accompaniments exactly. to it exactly like much that, like too. Christopher Tolkien after the death of his father right he he wrote so. some sort of uh, expansions on the lore and yeah, different yeah. things like that but anyways. So, like I said, the book is fucking fantastic. Go grab yourself a copy, read that shit, and then watch the movie. Because, God damn it, that movie is so good. Is really when you cool. When you compare it to the book, you're like, holy shit, they're very accurate. So, it's very accurate then. The one wow. thing that I will say. I'd say it's great. The one thing it's that I will say. why it's say, so good. Yeah, it's a really good movie. And why it's and, so good. And they did, it very, they did a lot of justice to the movie. Yeah. To the book, I'm sorry. Um, the one thing I will say, the, the one part that I'm like, damn, like they really did miss this in the, in the movie. Mm-hmm. The Bene Gesserit. Oh, the Bene which Gesserit. are the with the they call them witches? You the witch lady, the, the people who, the people who uh, they use it almost as a slang. They say yeah. the Bene Gesserit witches. Um, wh- the Bene Gesserit are the bad bitches. Sort of like nuns. They're like a, a yeah. sisterhood yeah, yeah. of women that very, uh, yeah, yeah that are trained very very carefully. Pseudo religious, yeah, uh, yeah pseudo religious. Um, but in the movie, their training almost emphasizes the voice which is yeah. like the the voice that they use to control people right yeah and they do it, it through like brain manipulation right I'm not sure exactly behind the science tickles you know, your brain but you know for the science behind it but whatever the whatever the case is it's it's a it's a registration yeah. of the person and, and they're the, a, they, a and race that. like there are a species of people right um I'm not sure if it's necessarily a species Or you can you become bene Gesserit? no I think you're born you're born I think yeah here's the thing and the second the part that I'm in the book right now i'm not necessarily like 100 100 it hasn't necessarily explained you know yeah. the, the the background behind the and maybe they're not supposed yet. to. Be. Maybe they're supposed to be like that, you know. Interesting, makes you wonder, you know. Yeah, and I think I think, uh, but again, the the movie itself basically makes it seem like their main thing is that they can control people with their voice. Use the thum, and in the book, the um, voice. the voice actually plays a very small part mm-hmm. in what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, like at some part, um, uh, Jessica uses the voice on Thafir Hawat. Which is the general? One of the generals. He's actually a mentat, which is an assassin um, for Duke Leto, um, and she uses the voice on him. And he's like amazed by this power. He's like, "Oh my god!" Like she has this power. She could have killed me long ago. I thought they were physicians. No, that's Doctor Ua. Oh, Doctor Ua is a physician. yeah. He's the physician. He's the one that betrays Duke Leto. And then what are the ones that do the calculations? The mentat. That's the mentat. So they're also like they're what they they yeah. are they're professional paranoia people <laughs> oh i see <laughs> they're assassins um they're they're, yeah. they're 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 what they're called i think they're called the master of, assassins. master of assassins and they basically see they try to see all potential outcomes of, an, uh. of a situation and that's where they cal- calculate yeah the probabilities know, the yeah probabilities and statistics and different things like that yeah, and they're yeah. part of the that makes sense and and that makes sense that shit, right yeah, so yeah. And then you have Gurney Halleck, which is like a general in, in Duke Leto's army. And then yeah, you have yeah. uh, Duncan, Idaho, which is played by Jason Momoa <laughs> in the movie. Um, uh, but sexy man. Sexy man. But um, anyways, <laughs> I'm I'm already lore dumping. Here <laughs> I am fucking sounding like Goyo Lopez' lord dumping. It's fine. I mean I'm 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 here with it. Um so in the book um the the main focus of the Bene Gesserit is actually the control they have over yeah. not only their own emotions um but their ability to observe. Mm. Um the people the Bene Gesserit training really focuses on internal control of your own emotions of your entire body and of course of you know your observatory ability. Like they I mean there's truthsayers in the in the book which are basically people who can tell, you know, easily whether you're lying or not um and they, she reference I mean, in the film yeah. yeah which they do reference in the film and the Ben and Jesuit themselves are also very good at telling when you're lying mm. like they i mean when you say something they can see it in every single expression yeah. of your yeah, body yeah. they can see when you're lying and they have this thing called registering where they where they basically they hear you and they 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 can register your different emotions and stuff like that and and I'm not sure exactly but the the behind the scenes of it in their heads but they register a person after a certain amount of speaking to them, and then they can control that person with their voice. It's fucking crazy. Damn. But that's the only complaint that I have about the movie is that they don't necessarily... Um, emphasize the abilities of the Bene Gesserit yet, yeah. which is what Paul's whole thing is, is that Paul is a man who is trained as Bene Gesserit, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, Anyways, that was, <laughs> I've been looking for an outlet to fucking spill some... In the ways of the Bene Gesserit. To spill some dune lore yeah. for weeks. Which makes him like the chosen one. The, he is the chosen the, one. The, 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 the lazan Al-Gaib. The lazan Al-Gaib. Yes, which is the like the only male. I think right? I think the Ben Gesserit referred to him as a Kwisatz Haderach or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the Kwisatz Haderach. Uh, but whatever. Which is, case draws is- and, and 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 Frank Herbert was a very uh, was appreciator of 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 uh, the Islamic culture. So. I was about to say a lot of the language comes from a lot of it sounds from like middle, Islamic yeah. culture. I mean, yeah, you think yeah. about the Arabic and, and the, yeah, those related languages in the Middle East. If you see the movie, if you read the book, a lot of it seems like it's derived from Arabic yeah, uh, yeah. and Islamic culture in general. Um, I mean, I mean, let's just look at Arrakis. I mean, it's a giant, giant fucking desert. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is true. But, which, are, which are pretty well, you know. Well, but even down to the uniforms, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, um so yeah, so like I said, Dune really good read. The book is uh, the movie is so good um in my opinion. So, yeah, there's that. Um going back to what you're saying, you know, we have the Book of Boba Fett that just came out. Um we had Spider-Man. We are we have both already watched. We actually went to watch it together. Yeah. I think I was there on your second viewing because you had already seen it I've once. I've seen it 3 times. <laughs> 3 times? Yeah. You went to watch it again? Yeah, one of my family and to watch it. Yeah. And I then of course we had IMAX, Hawkeye. At we, the IMAX, yeah. Yeah, and Hawkeye actually had a lot more implications than I thought it would. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Hawkeye was really good. And yeah. then I have I have kind of a surprise factor that I'm going to toss in a little. Okay. Bit okay. So, let's let's begin with let's, the Spider-Man. Let's let's talk about Spider-Man. Spider-Man spoilers. Spoiler alert if you haven't fucking seen Spider-Man No yeah. Way Home. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home. Skip ahead. Don't fucking watch it. Yeah, uh, don't uh, listen no, no. to this part. Don't listen to this. Go watch it first. Come back, and then you can listen to the full podcast. For sure. For sure. I, this is your official warning. Same thing with Hawkeye. Same thing with Hawkeye. Same um, thing with Hawkeye. If you don't listen to this, fucking, this is your fault. I guess we should say same thing for Dune, but Dune's been out for a while. So at this point, if you haven't seen it, eh, yeah, it's your, it's your fault. No, no you're fine. <laughs> it's your fault. They actually allude to the to the uh, betrayal pretty early on in the book actually way before it actually happened so betrayal it, of uh, the Harkonnens yeah the Harkonnens House uh, Harkonnen. when, when, Darkie, when Dr. Yue betrays Duke Leto and stuff like mm. that in the movie that's not really emphasized yeah, yeah. until it actually happens so yeah yeah anyways which I think is good I like that correct yeah Um. I actually didn't like that about the book but anyways Um. so Spider-Man No Way Home mm-hmm. so fucking the- bleak ass ending in my opinion yeah because let's look at it like this it's it's that well we should say that it's probably the most successful box office. Uh, oh yeah, I think uh, it is film of twenty twenty one, and it came out in December, so right at the end. Well, and I get that um, financially, financially, financially. Yes, of course, it was a great movie. Don't get me wrong, highest it was grossing, grossing Sony fucking fi- fantastic, yeah. highest grossing I, Sony film of all time. I had I had my share of nor- nerd orgasms. My, yeah, it was it was pretty my nerd orgasms. I wish they had like not put anything in the fucking uh, trailers. So I would have gone in like you know virgin, virgin minded, <laughs> and not known that like Alfred minded. Molina was going to come out as Doc Ock, and William Defoe was going to reprise you know Green Goblin. Willem Defoe. Willem, sorry, excuse me. Willem Defoe was going to reprise Green Goblin. I think I would have, like, been more odd, been more like. <gasps> Well, but I mean, I think the thing that people were mostly yeah. looking for was, of course, well, yeah. Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. you were in the theater. You heard the second, the second yeah. that Andrew Garfield comes out of that portal. Yeah, like, people everybody's knew. like, ah! people, people knew. I was like, find Peter Parker. And, like, the portal opens up for the magic, because uh, what's Ned is doing, like, the magic stuff, because he's magic, apparently. And then, like, everyone's like, oh! and I was like, uh, fuck, that's, a, that's a fucking dark ass fucking alleyway I can't tell <laughs> like, like, I, can't I can't tell, tell my boy I, I can't tell who the fuck that is and then he took out the oh, like okay okay dude okay alright bye yeah so the second that Andrew Garfield comes out of course nerdgasms everywhere yeah. you can just leave it on the floor okay nerdgasms okay. everywhere um and there was ladies you know just getting absolutely drenched, <laughs> drenched. In, that, in, in that fucking movie theater yeah. for sure. That's for sure. Um, you know, and I, but again, to, to what I was saying before, it's such a bleak ending, bro. Because, I mean, look, guys, too. I mean, here's the thing like, when Andrew Garfield and Toby Morgan come out, I mean, that's awesome. That's such a great yeah. fucking moment. I mean, that's just years of us watching Spider Man. Talk about doing the multiverse right. Yes. Like, yes. taking, using, like, utilizing. The 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 prior uh, releases of the movie, or, or yeah, that too. Uh, but the possibilities that the multiverse can allow you to create, like the the possibilities that having a multiverse allows you to create, cinematic like cinematically. Yeah, yeah. What allo- What it allows you to canonize, exactly. Yeah, canonize. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and it's just such a great moment. I mean, don't get me wrong, but the ending is so like, goddamn dark. I mean, first of all, yeah. I mean, kind of. Is, yeah, he is no longer with MJ. Yeah, he yeah, most likely never will ever be with MJ anymore, he, because he yeah. made an he made yeah. an active decision. He said, you know, like she's happier this way, you know, like if I'm yeah. not in her life, she's safe, she's happy, she's going to the college she wants to be. Yeah, I need to get out, and that's exactly what he does. It's 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 it takes a lot of strength as a man to be a lot of maturity. Auto maturity, but also well, which I mean, is something that he learns from the other Spider-Man. Well, yes, it, it is what something that he it's, learns, but it's it's yeah it's and it's uh, also it's a sense of yeah. of I mean I don't know, I don't want to be cheesy with it. But I mean that's like what love is, man. I mean like yeah. it, like being willing to sacrifice it just for the sake of making sure that they're happy. You that they're know, happy, and, and, and then, so that's what he does. He gives it. So he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, exactly. Because he sees hurt. the band-aid and that's when he's like, you know what? I can't do this. Yeah. So he All gives right. up MJ pretty much. And he gives up Ned, his best friend his in the world. best friend, yeah. um, And I think the and bleakest that, yeah. part of it is that Spider-Man yeah. has no one that he can empathize with. Absolutely yeah. zero. He has people. no support system anymore. Yes, he has zero way nobody of knows that doing this. Spider Man anymore? Yeah, I mean, I and, mean, people know Spider Man, but they now, don't know. Yeah. Now, I will say this: They don't know Peter Parker. Yeah. I will say this: the spell itself says people on Earth <laughs> will forget who Peter Parker is. That's true. That's true. So anyone off of Earth technically would remember him. So, like, for yeah. example. Um, Anyone that was Captain in Marvel. the Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians for example. The galaxy. If they're not on Earth, then they would remember him. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, Thor. And they deliberately mention uh, uh, Nick Fury. Nick Fury. was off-world correct. At, the be- very, at the beginning of the movie. He says he's been off-world for a year. So he's correct. up there doing some space shit. Some space shit. God knows what. What they're planning for. for so Nick Fury will more than likely our, remember him. Our boy Nick. Our boy Nick. Yeah, so there, there's a good amount of people who will probably remember him. Um, one of the most depressing things about it, and you have to think about it kind of carefully, Happy Hogan. Yeah. He no longer remembers the reason Tony died, nor the reason Aunt May died. Yeah. Because he loved Aunt May. Yeah. And now he has no idea why they died. <laughs> yeah, they passed That's the fucking depressing, well, bro. We don't really know that. don't really explain that 100%. So... I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, does the spell erase everything relating to Spider-Man, or does it? Like, it's just Peter Parker. They were they, re- they remove yeah. every memory of Peter Parker. So then he would know that 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 Spider-Man was fighting these villains or these visitors from another universe. Then not necessarily because he wouldn't remember that Spider-Man was in any way related to Aunt May. Mm, but yes and no because then everyone knows Aunt May uses Spider-Man to advertise like her clinic. Her or- Homeless shelter. I don't know. What, like the spell, that we don't know to the, the extent of which the spell works. I guess in and explained in the MCU. Yeah. So I don't know. we don't know. Like what they what the spell replaces the memories with. Yeah. If it like wipes out everything and there's like a, a fake story that's kind of like veneered on top of the actual memories, or if the memories are like still there but there are, like certain parts where the identity of Peter Parker is extracted and like you know fudged up with something else, or yeah, it yeah, else. we don't well, know how and, the, we don't and, know how the magic works. You and know? there was there was actually uh, a <laughs> somebody fucking mentioned this, and I was like, God damn it, that's so true. But there would be no movie if that were the case. All he had to do was walk up to fucking Doctor Strange and be like, hey, could you remember, could you just erase the memory of uh, Mysterio? Yeah. 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 He could just be like, you know what, can you just erase the memory of Mysterio <laughs> and everything that he did and said? And yeah. he'd be like, sure. Boom. End of movie. Roll credits. Like, exactly. And then the whole fucking movie's over with and he still gets to be with MJ. Exactly. Nobody gets hurt. No, no yeah. fucking multiversal weirdos- yeah. weirdness. But then we don't get to see all the other shit that we we got to see. So, yeah eh, And, you know, no movie. But... I mean, just a little bit of common sense, you could have fucking walked in there and be like, hey, can you just not let yeah, that Yeah, I, I thought the weakest like narrative point of, and we're getting like real critical here, but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's the, a great movie, yeah, don't get me wrong, I but there it. are definitely some some weaknesses in, this, in the plot. Yeah, like casting a whole spell that affects everybody on the planet just to get into college. I mean, come on. Like, I don't think Doctor Strange would have gone along with it, that. Yeah, exactly. Then again, Doctor Strange is kind of a wild card. A okay, bit. hold on, hold on. It's, oh, <gasps> oh baby. So, open up the second bottle. <laughs> yeah, this is the second bottle. I'm going to get some fucking Whataburger after this for sure. Oh, my God. I'm going to have some spaghetti. Ooh, that sounds good. I had some lasagna today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Some good old Italian? Some, yeah. Some Maggiano's. Maggiano. Oh, Maggi- Maggiano's is good. Yeah, it is really good. I was very impressed. Oh, here we go. All right. All right. hand over here, brother. Oh. Here we go, son. All right. Oh, yeah. There's a little bubble on the top. I actually just popped. But anyways... Oh. So, yeah, so Spider-Man came out, and, you know, there was all of that. You know, one of, the, I mean, this is probably the the moment that's been exposed on TikTok the most. Um, it is the moment where, where all three Peters kind of finally get, like, a, a rhythm going. You know, they finally coincide <laughs> with each other, and they're just. I'm one. You're two. Uh, uh, Spider-Man number 3 number three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they fucking number themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they figure it out. And, I mean, like, there's that awesome Fucking scene yeah. where like they're hauling ass. They jump off of the fucking uh, what are they called? The, the scaffolding, scaffolding, and, and like they, they the use each other to pull f- on yeah, their webs. Oh, what a bad and ass the, theme, the theme music is playing. You're like, ah, sh- ah! Yeah. Oh, here dude. we go again. Nerd screams, yeah, nerd, nerd gas. That's probably the badass. It's badass so fucking awesome yeah, and i mean so you good. just see them you see them land and they just all do their like signature they poses. Do the poses yeah oh i fucking love it Great i love shit. it so good much good shit and then, talk about talk about like ultra fan service that like people want, dude. like fan service that people actually want, and it works so goddamn it's so well. Good. It was so good. It was so good. Everybody it was, fucking loved it. it you fantastic. can't say you didn't like if you just turn off. Like I know you might meet like a like maybe a film critic and might like criticize the narrative or whatever, but if you just turn off your brain for a moment and like be like a little kid, you're like, oh, 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 oh Spider Man, This three! this three Spider Man. So yeah. So, okay, and going off of that, yeah. uh, one of the one of the things that we have in that, and actually that same sort of setting where they're at, you know, in the scaffolding around the Statue of Liberty and stuff yeah. like that, is when Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker catches MJ. Yeah, um, you know Real that was, that was a really. A uh, redeeming point in, moment for him. Pointed moment. Um, you know, obviously very heartfelt. Anybody who watched the Amazing Spider-Man was obviously, you know, I mean, yeah. everybody was on the verge of tears when yeah. they saw Andrew Garfield like crying when he catches yeah. her. So it's such a sad scene. Uh, I, I think that's probably I, the best scene out of all of that those that series. I'll be honest, moments. I cried. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't cry, but it was definitely sad. I, I cried. I then. was like, "God damn, bro, you, you bitch." A real, man <laughs> A real man cries. A real man cries. Anyways, um, yeah, so, I mean, and we all saw it coming. I mean, we, and I'm, I'm going to be like, honest, yeah. the second that, like... Tom Holland's Peter gets yanked away, and Andrew Garfield's Peter dives down. I'm like, well, she's fucked. Like, yeah. <laughs> like this dude can't catch shit. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, God oh, damn it! No, but no, he does catch her. I mean, he he yeah. learned from his mistakes. He, he focused does. more on the jump than on the web. He does, yeah. And and that's what made the difference, right? Talk and, about and it, Talk about like one moment that like provides so much like character development oh yeah and, and, and i mean, an, emph- and I mean the- an emphasis that the all the peters are different and they have different correct stories which again like goes back to the multiverse and the freedom you have as like a writer to explore other universes where there are different variations of a same character correct and how they can be so so very similar but so very different at the same time right and and i really liked um how they brought them in and how all of them are kind of, I think, chronologically at least, like literally in, in terms of age, they're older than Peter Parker in in the MCU, correct? MCU or Prime, what we call Prime Peter, which which we, we learn from uh, from watching Loki. If you haven't seen Loki, it's extremely pivotal to like even this movie. Like they wouldn't have been able to do this movie without Loki. So Dude, you need to go watch Loki. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'd say out of all the Marvel, I'm gonna say it and I kind of get kind of conflicted with WandaVision just fucking say Loki. it. but Loki's the most significant and probably the best like Marvel series have come out with yet. So oh, I would agree. It's it's really good. It's if not the best, at the very least yeah. it's the most important. The most important for sure, hands down. But 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 um in, in there they explore timelines and how time in in the uh in, in at least before Loki kind of fucks it up. <laughs> he uh there's there's one uh prime timeline And that's what this whole, the whole series is basically based around, and how there's one timeline, and how there's this kind of overarching agency, et cetera, et cetera, that maintains the prime timeline. And so, the MCU is set within the prime timeline, but because Loki fucks around with the timelines, everything splits, and so we have this variation, and thus creates the multiverse. And the multiverse is introduced, as finally, as a concept in the MCU. Because there is no longer one prime universe, there is... An infinite number of varying universes which allows for po- the toby maguire uh, spider man that sells for the andrew garfield spider man the amazing spider man and then uh what what's toby maguire toby's uh what is he spectacular no i think he's just spider man spider man so spider man then the amazing spider man and i think uh what's his name uh uh what's his name man who the, uh, the Sp- most recent one yeah tom Sp- holland tom holland's Spider-Man is spectacular, the spectacular Spider-Man then. Um, yeah, Tobey Maguire's is just Spider-Man. And then, uh, you know, actually Tom Hollins is also Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield's is the only one that is amazing. The, amazing, the amazing Spider-Man. The amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know if you've heard these rumors. There's supposedly a, a, third, um, hmm. a third installment in the works for the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, because people were so... They're just doing fan service again. Yeah, fan service. Well, but, but there's also... Well, and a- Disney owns the franchise now, I <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. But there's also uh, a push from fans to see Andrew Garfield return as the amazing Spider-Man. Not only that, um, there are, there's a couple of different things that they actually want to see. But so, also... But and also that can, I want to see. Yeah, but also you can tell that, that Andrew Garfield really likes playing Spider-Man. Yeah, and like, he's a good Spider-Man. Yeah, he's he a fantastic he Spider-Man. He's a very unique Spider-Man. He's probably the most... Uh, like he's the, the definitely the most friendly of the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man for sure. He's like the most like touchy feely. Mm, I would I think yeah. I think uh, Tom Holland definitely takes the cake as like the most uh, comically accurate in terms of. I mean, because Tom Holland, yeah. Tom Holland is young. He's, yeah, he's ca- almost he's almost the, got like an ADHD mind. You yeah, know, like, the youthful, the youthful, like yeah, like a playfulness. Yeah, playfulness, that he doesn't understand yeah. his own power, the playful kind of thing. humor. Yeah, yeah. Because he does have a lot of power. He's I mean, a kid. Spider Man yeah. is one of the strongest Marvel characters. He definitely encapsulates Peter Parker, like kid. Yeah, yeah. Transferring from adolescence to 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 like manhood. Right. Which which we also see in Peter McGuire, um, in in his Spider Man films. Um, Toby Maguire. Yeah, Toby Maguire, sorry. Fuck, what did I say? Peter Maguire's got Peter Maguire. Tober, Tobey Toby Maguire. Um and I, I really like that. I really like that that Toby is the oldest and Andrew's kinda like the intermediate and and Tom is like the youngest. And so the older Spider Man can kind of speak to the experience and say don't be like us like we've been where you are we understand the path that you might want to go down the path of vengeance the path of anger and they're like it doesn't do anything good for you <laughs> well and even then i think it's kind of cool where we see toby Maguire as almost like a father-like figure yeah to them. So, it's, it's kind so of interesting old. yeah he's old he's he's, he's old so Peter. much older yeah he's yeah. old spider man he's like uh, old man spider man yeah, yeah he's like the grizzled kind of spider man Grizzled veteran, been there, done that type of guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, and well, so but and going then talk off of about talk about uh, like the and, and something that we see in uh, if you've watched uh, what's it called? Uh, when were they were they the the watcher? Um, oh, what if what if we're um, explore uh, what's it called? Uh, what's it called, uh, what's called? Uh, a, a, a what, what is it called? A pivotal moment or critical moment in a timeline that cannot oh, be changed. What um, is it called? a it's something point a critical point or a crisis point or something like that i don't know something like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so like an unchangeable moment in time that can absolutely moment. not be changed and so we like, see that we see that with dr strange with dr strange but then we also see this with spider-man yeah because the death of one of his parental figures is so fundamental to his like development as a person no yeah it is what do you No, mean? because andrew garfield doesn't lose a parental figure Oh, he loses Gwen. He loses Gwen. Well, but he it's does lose the Uncle death Ben. Death of somebody incredibly yeah. important to him. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, then that's that's still commonality there. Sure, sure, sure. But like, for example, with Toby Maguire he also loses Uncle Ben too. Who? Andrew Garfield. Does he? Yeah. He does say that in the film. Okay, but it's not as pivotal as a, of a yeah, moment. To yeah, him. Gwen Stacy's well, death is much more. And it's the same thing with Tom Holland. I mean, obviously pointed, he's parentless, you know, and yeah. he's living with his aunt and his and his uncle is presumably dead because we don't know where his his, his uncle is yeah, never he, mentioned. He has no uncle Ben. But I mean, ben. like to yeah. the the pivotal moment for Tobey Maguire was the death of Uncle Ben, right? Exactly. I mean, that was that was the point that changed him absolutely, changed his life. And for Andrew Garfield, it was the death of Gwen. When, when, you, Gwen you know, Stacy. when Gwen dies, I mean, in he, addition to, to Uncle Ben as well, because he doesn't have an Uncle Ben, but yeah, yeah. Um, but the Gwen Stacy is the more poignant, much more impactful. Yeah. Right. I think that's probably like the the biggest, like that's the equivalent of Uncle the, Ben to the critical point in the timeline. Right. Yeah. And and that's that's and he even talks about like the rage that he felt afterwards. Exactly. And he he becomes bitter. That's, that's what he was, says. I like that. Yeah. Like how he describes his, I was bitter. Yeah. Well, and he says he stopped bitter. pulling his punches. I stopped, you know? Yeah. Like, like he fully went all out, and he wasn't. He was not lo- no longer afraid of violence. You yeah. Know? Exactly. Um. And Toby and and uh, Tom Holland. Almost goes to that same exact thing, exactly. where I mean, he loses Aunt May. He's rageful and he's he's ready to kill um, Willem Defoe's Green Goblin. And, and I think the most important, and Tobey Maguire yeah. stops him. Well, I well, think well before we get to that. But the most important thing is Aunt May tells him the the like the words the you know With the great power comes great responsibility, which is right. what every Spider Man is always told, no matter what you know what timeline or what comic it is. It's always those words yeah. that are like you know. Uh, which actually kind of forebodes her death. Synonymous, yeah, synonymous uh, with uh, Spider-Man. You'd like to, every Spider-Man has the, yeah. the with great power comes great responsibility. Correct. Um, so I, I thought that was really poignant, really beautiful that they that they you know he has that development, um, and and it's a sign of uh, of the Toby. No, sorry, not Toby, but uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man becoming like the I guess the Spider-Man that we're used to because he has that pivotal death in the critical point he reaches the critical point which he had not re- uh, reached yet correct we th- I thought actually that the uh, that they might have incorporated the great power great responsibility from Tony but they didn't do that so I was surprised when they didn't do that when I remember when I watched endgame like many a couple years ago um, and so I was like well one I wonder when it's gonna come along for, t- for, uh, for you know Tom yeah, yeah. and now it finally did and so now we see that um, and they've also reached the point again, where, where, where Spider Man and like I said, this is a commonality in all um, most of the comics where it's you know all these different variations of Spider Man, of Peter Parker, where they reach the point where they where they realize that that people knowing or that being Spider Man, being Peter Parker and being Spider Man. Um, it brings danger, and it's very common in a lot of you know hero um, story arcs yeah. that that, that uh, the secret identity if people know who you are, you bring uh, uh, danger to the people that you most lo- you love the most. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is I mean, and that's a, and that's a common theme against. All of the superheroes exactly. in Marvel, we exactly. see that in Hawkeye. Yeah, it's the entire really, yeah. reason yeah. that that uh, Clint Barton like goes and plot, finds yeah. Kate. Yeah. It's the main plot driver for that entire series. Yeah, yeah is that literally it, he's he's afraid for his family basically, and of course he goes and he goes and tries to come to the aid of Kate Bishop and stuff like that. Exactly, but we'll get to that here in a second. Yeah, but so so we're going back to that, and um, and we see in the same decision is what Toby McGuire Spider Man made is that he realizes that being close to MJ and being being close to Aunt May especially like cuz Doc Ock's get gets uh, uh, Aunt May Doc Ock also gets <laughs> what's his name uh, Mary Jane MJ um, and so does the Green Goblin and the Hobgoblin and so then yeah. you know that that leads to uh, Mary Jane separating from Toby because he's like I can't do this anymore you, I'm always literally yeah. fucking getting kidnapped because people want to kill you and so they come for me first so she's like fuck that I'm not doing that anymore <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't com- blame her yeah completely understandable right 100% logical I mean stance. if you're constantly being fucking kidnapped because of your boyfriend exactly Maybe your boyfriend's not the best guy yeah, to be hanging exactly, around with. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so. And so there comes a point. Life advice, where, people. Yeah, where, where Toby realizes that it's not good. It's not, yeah, if he really loves MJ, that he has to, like, kind of let her go. Or keep his distance. Maybe not let her go, but, like, realize that loving her is, is about, like, sacrificing not, but he, he can't. He can't be with her because he, if, he be, if he's with her, he's endangering her constantly. Correct, and that's what we see in Tom Holland at the very end of the film, and I think that speaks to the character development of villain of, of of Tom's uh, Spider-Man become transitioning from like being a kid Spidey to being like adult Spidey. Yeah. And we even see that. And I really like this. I really like the character of them. They do for Tom in this entire movie. And I watched it three times. So i kind of like absorbed more and more every time (laughs) I watched it. Um, and, and we see he even changes his costume at the very end. So when we, and, and it, and it makes sense because he's inspired by Toby and, uh, Andrew's, uh, The outfits that they wear and so we see the classic like the classic Spider-Man costume where it's like the red and the smaller spider and the red and the blue and so he changes his costume and I feel like that's a reflection of him becoming mature Spider-Man he's like now finally like reached that point where he's had the critical point where the death of a family member death of somebody that's very important in his life and he's, you know, become the mature Spider-Man. And I think, I think the there's, more experienced Spider-Man. I think that the the next chapters for him yeah. are going to be interesting because I think that what they're alluding to next is, you know, what college is going to be like for him, and of course, yeah, um, you know, we know that Gwen Stacy is out there somewhere, right? So, and we yeah, know we'll that see. Gwen Stacy is a significant character for Peter Parker in general. Definitely, yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, and going off of that, one of the things that everybody wants to see in the Amazing Spider-Man three, and I'm going to be honest, myself included. There's two things. Mm. I'm personally mm. rooting for this this first one, uh-huh. which is Tom Hardy being in the same universe as Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker, um, yeah, so yeah. basically Tom Hardy's Venom going up against uh, mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker. I think sure. that would be a fucking awesome video. I mean, movie. Um, you know, I think because that, he hasn't encountered Venom. You're right in that. Universe. Correct. Yeah, yeah, he is exactly. not, and obviously they alluded to Tom Holland eventually encountering Venom. You know, not necessarily Tom Hardy because Tom Hardy got you know returned to his own universe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the symbiote stayed behind, um, which is interesting because. Why is Tom Hardy there? Um, Because the spell brings everybody who knows that Spider Man is Peter Parker, but Tom Hardy doesn't know that. Right at that point in time when he's pulled, if you if you watched Venom Two, what the fuck exactly? So that means that either he's already had an encounter with Peter Parker, or he will have an encounter. No, let, it means that he has already had him, but then because he has to know that Spider-Man that man is, is Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. So not only has he had an encounter with him, he has unmasked him. Yeah, well, well, technically that's what the spell would imply, but but then the timelines are all janky. So now that that Loki, well, sure, yeah, it, yeah, 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 but, uh, but again, but, it. it means that he has at some point encountered f- one of the the, the Spider-Man, one yeah. of the three that were there. Yeah, so fuck. Well, yeah. I guess not necessarily one of the 3 that were there. It's just one of the uh, one of the Spider-Men. <laughs> right. Spider-Man, yeah, one, one um, Spider-Man Spider- Could people. technically be Spider- Miles people. Morales. Morales. Yeah, Spider-People. Yeah. Yeah, Miles Morales. Miles Morales, bro. I yeah. just I just thought about that. You heard that you heard it here on on Nerds and Slurred Words yeah. first. Cuz that's is, how the symbiote gets into the MCU, the is, prime the prime universe. Yeah, yeah. The prime timeline. Yeah, that's you heard it here on Nerds and Slurred Words people is Tom Hardy's Venom fucking knows Peter Parker. And even though we haven't seen it in the movies, apparently, at some point in the hopefully near future, he's going to encounter Peter Parker. At the end of Venom 2, and this might be why the—oh, that makes sense, yeah, now that I remember. Okay, so the reason that they might have been pulled by the spell into um, the Prime Universe with with, uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man— Is because he does allude to it at the end of the the, end credit scene, right? uh, Yeah, he does because uh, Tom Hardy is asking Venom, the symbiote, about what his home is like and how much knowledge that the symbiotes know. Because the symbiotes uh, are like a repository or like the, the like a hive, and so the hive like leader or the hive queen or whatever you want to call it. They, they store a history of of, of, of knowledge. They have a repository of knowledge of some kind. I don't I understand it completely. I didn't, I'm not a big, like, Venom fan or Venom aficionado. So I don't understand, like, the lore 100%. But, uh, but, yeah, something like that. And to the effect of that, like, Tom Hardy asked Venom, like, how much do you know? Like, how much knowledge is stored in this repository of knowledge? And they're like, oh, well, Venom's like, well, we, we like, the symbiotes know stuff even from uh, different universes. Like, they can uh, communicate... Across different universes, the knowledge, ba- like the knowledge of the of the queen or the knowledge of the hive, is so vast that they know stuff even that from from different universes. Mm. And so that might be why, because uh, what do you call it, Peter uh, uh, Toby Toby McGuire's uh, Spider Man has fought the Venom, in yeah, that he universe. has encountered Venom. So that might be like a way to explain it off. But I think I am hoping that that it's either an illusion or that um, the timeline. We kind of like reversed that he meets Andrew Garfield Spider Man. That's how that's cool. how he knows he's Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, that's like I said, that is the uh, the fan favorite that mm-hmm. I've seen so far that people are hoping for and, that they would and, you know that even, they could sort of provide fan service. Even for. in Spider Man, no, no Way Home. Um, Tom Hardy and Venom are talking about. Well, we got to go to. We got go to go New York. We got to go meet the Spider Guy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So maybe when they go back to their universe because he lives in San Francisco on the opposite side of the coast of the country, maybe they'll maybe go that's to, exactly what they do. Exactly. They'll go to Spider Man and meet Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Garfield, the the Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Uh, the other theory that I've heard is that Andrew Garfield and then Andrew will be like, Oh, so you're the black alien. You're the slime alien. Correct. <laughs> Yeah. So the other theory is that uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man would eventually cross paths with Gwen Stacy again from a different universe. No, Spider Gwen. As Spider Gwen, yes, Peter Gwen. Uh, because we've already we've already met her in the Into the Spider-Verse movie the uh, Spider-Ver. with Miles Morales. Um, yeah. And yeah, so there's I mean there's like a there's a full fucking uh, there's like an actual it looks like a poster almost with yeah. Andrew Garfield kind of holding um, yeah, yeah. Emma Stone. You know, as as, as Spider-Gwen, basically. Spider-Gwen, yeah. Uh, And, yeah, I mean, I think it would be a good movie. But, again, I'm more excited about, you know, it would be, I think it would be really fucking awesome to see Tom Hardy's Venom go up against, um, or even, you know, because team up with, because Venom is kind of a confused... Uh, sometimes villainous, sometimes anti heroesque. Yeah, anti hero I think, is a good word. Yeah. I mean, because again, he is villainous in some aspects and then anti heroesque in a lot of other aspects. Exactly. Um, so Venom is kind of a confusing character in the MCU. Yeah. But and I think like it'd be some... cool to see him either go up against or team up with <laughs> yeah. Andrew Garfield's and Spider Man. There, and there's like some Car- Guardians of the Galaxy comics where Agent. Like Agent Venom is a guardian of the galaxy. Yeah. So it's like there's a yeah, there's a lot of different Venom storylines. Yeah It's weird it's, but, pretty, it's pretty wild But anyways So those are my takeaways yeah, From yeah. Spider-Man I, and, and and then even uh, What's his name uh, Electro uh, Jamie Foxx alludes to Miles Morales He's like Cause he's telling He's, yes! telling, he's telling Andrew yes, He's bro. saying Andrew He's like you're from Queens You help poor people You wear the costume He's he was like, like I, just I thought, thought you'd be, be black, black. <laughs> Yeah He's like and I then, love and, and that And bro. then Andrew's like Ah oh, sorry And then he's like Maybe there's a black Spider-Man out there yes, And everyone in the like, like, movie was like miles morales yes miles man. morales I, I swear to god the yeah, second that i heard him yeah. say that I'll, i yeah, looked at lily yeah. and i was like miles morales yeah Miles Morales. Yeah, yes, the, la- the afro latino spider-man there was, bro there was definitely an illusion talk about there. talk about like a like a hell up representation package to one spider-man bro it's like we got black people we got black folk representation we got latino representation he's the best of both worlds hubby b about the, the whole world, he's the Colombian and them. black, you know what I'm saying? It was, fucking, it, was, it was, yeah, that was a funny ass and a, and a really good way to allude Dominican, I'm sorry, Dominican um, and black to allude to Miles Morales. Yeah. and yeah, I mean, that was that was a great moment, honestly. Black Spider Man, he's like, for, maybe it's a, <laughs> it a black Spider Man for Jamie there. Fox to allude yeah. to that, but yeah, so I mean, maybe maybe Andrew will meet the uh, Miles Morales, yeah, yeah, and, and, and actually. You know, uh, going which would off be of, awesome to see who they cast for like that live action. Yes, that awesome. would be super cool to see. Um, but going off of Miles Morales' universe, we've already yeah. met Kingpin in his universe, yeah. and now, we again, have, spoiler alert. Yeah, we have Hawkeye transitioning to Hawkeye, and we have Kingpin and Hawkeye, and he's let's canon, just start. Canon. F- Canon MCU Prime. Canon MCU, which also let's fucking go right back to Spider Man. We have Matt Murdock, Murdock. Charlie Cox, absolutely canonized as the official Daredevil. Talk about talk about. I remember when we when I first saw the movie, and it was on opening night. Uh, when he come, when they see, when people saw the 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 walking stick, the blind stick yes, come down, dude. everyone was like <laughs> clapping and shit. I was like, ah shit, shit yeah. fucking the, second that, the second that the that Matt Murdock walks in the screen and you realize that it's Charlie Cox yeah. reprising his role it it's the fucking best. Yeah. And then and then when the fucking brick comes through yeah. the window <laughs> yeah. and he just catches that shit, and they're like, "How'd you do that?" Yeah, he's Spidey. like, "I'm a really good lawyer." Peter's like, "Yeah, how did you do that?" He catches it before Spidey does. Yeah. Do that? Uh, what a what a great what a great fucking moment. Although there were some dark things to be said about that because like people were talking about how like, you know, Daredevil is officially canonized and stuff like that and they were talking about how I mean yeah. Daredevil has obviously a uh, superior uh sensory hearing to anybody, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they were talking about how Matt Murdock when the blip happened, assuming he wasn't blipped, yeah. he heard uh, all of New York's heartbeats and then he heard half of New York's heartbeats stop. That's one thing. Talk about some traumatizing shit. Yeah, yeah, bros, it's pretty wild. We wilding out here. Yeah, but it was badass to see him. Yes, sorry, as my neighbor was talking to me. Um, but yeah, so we have we have you know that that uh, that kind of dark thing about Matt Murdock. Yeah. The other thing that they said is that let's assume that he was blipped. If he was blipped, he could literally hear his atoms being ripped apart. God damn. That is fucking dark, bro. Yeah, that's pretty dark. Well, it's hopefully horrible. he went from the head down. <laughs> <laughs> so ears were disabled first. Yeah yeah hopefully. yeah, yeah. hopefully, I don't know. But anyways, um, we so don't yeah. know the backstory, we so just we know, know that Charlie... he's canon. In yes, the we know that Charlie Cox is yeah. officially canonized. So yeah. is Vincent D'Onofrio. Exactly. Uh, he's been canonized in Hawkeye. He is officially fucking kingpin. Talk about like A badass guy. Getting somebody who like looks like kingpin from the comics. Dude. Talk about a fucking unit. And he, a yes. Fu- Is he a mutant or something? Like, he's... I don't, I, remember, I don't think he's a mutant. I remember reading in the encyclopedia of, like, heroes and villains. And have you ever seen those Marvel encyclopedia? Yeah, yeah, ones? yeah. My, my brother has one. And I remember, like, Kingpin having some kind of, like, enhanced... Physical ability. I think he is some sort of a meta human for sure. Like he's yeah, like some kind of yeah meta human. Whatever. I mean, whatever it is. I mean, we see his power in unit. We we get fucking explosions and shit. He's. Bro, but like that's the thing is like I mean in Daredevil we see him being an absolute badass. I mean yeah. he kicks Daredevil's ass. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. And talk about how he he controls all of like New York, like everyone like the he triads, owns the city. That's the, the thing. The Triads, the Yakuza, the Mafia, the Irish Mafia, He's the cartels. The big guy. They yeah they don't fucking they don't he like you know makes everyone his bitch. He's the big guy. He's the big guy. And, and it's crazy because, uh, you know, in Daredevil, we obviously see his power. We see him defeat Daredevil single-handedly. Um and obviously Daredevil eventually goes on to defeat him and he yeah. imprisons him and stuff like that. But um, you even know, in-, in prison he's a fucking boss, bro. Nobody fucks with him. in yes, prison. Yes, bro. Even in prison, he gets, he he gets continues- fucking released. Dude. Well, but he continues controlling his empire even yeah. from within prison. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Fucking nuts. But you know, in the in the show, I mean, we see obviously we we start to understand the power of Kingpin. Obviously, yeah. he controls uh, the tracksuit mafia. We already know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, by the way, the tracksuit mafia kind of a joke to be honest. Yeah. Like they seem kind of silly. Definitely and I don't like some it. comedic relief in there. I don't I like felt, it. I felt like Hawkeye, as a whole, as a series, was way too. I I wanted it. I was expecting it to be more gritty, especially because the focal narrative, uh, like plot device was the repercussions of of Hawkeye becoming the Ronin. Yes, and the and the, the all the killing, the little killing he Which, did. To be honest, it seems like they just kind of brushed that under exactly the mat. Exactly right. That's like, oh yeah, I just murdered. Half of the criminal syndicates of the world, but not just that not, who, just that. not just that. The problem is, is that at the end of Hawkeye, it feels like everything is resolved. Yeah. The only thing he fucking did was defeat the tracksuit mafia. Exactly. I mean, he he slaughtered entire organizations. Yep. I mean, th- yep. dozens of organizations in New York. Dozens of people. Does I mean uh, yeah. hundreds of people hundreds actually? Of people, I mean, yeah. uh, and and. I mean, how can they possibly just be like, eh, he's fine now. He's good, you know? (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? And I mean obviously at the end of the show, again, spoiler alert, at the end of the show we see Maya, um, aka Echo Echo, yeah. Come back and and she holds a gun to King Big Kingpin's head. Quote unquote. Yes, killing and, Kingpin. and she quote-unquote kills Kingpin. He's not fucking dead. I'm going to be honest. He's I don't not think he, anybody fucking believe that he's, he's dead. Not dead. Yeah, he's not dead. He's not dead. Yeah. Kingpin is way too pivotal of a character exactly. in the MCU exactly. to have appeared for two fucking episodes. He appeared for one full episode and the series, end of one. He appeared in two different series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. He's not dead. We all know that. You know, either he was wearing a bulletproof vest and survived it. Exactly. Or you know, the other the other or theory just that the I fucking heard. Unit the fucking unit and to ate the fucking bo- like bullet. Ate the bullet like he did the with boy. the arrow when yeah. fucking Kate Bishop just launches an arrow into his chest. It lands and he's like, what "The fuck is that?" Yeah. Like he's just tickled <laughs> by that shit. Yeah, dude. But I mean, yeah. Again, to your point, a fucking absolute unit. Unit, but. Um, I think one of the the theories that I heard that I thought was super cool is that they were interrupted. Oh, is that Maya was oh. holding a gun to Kingpin, and she was interrupted by none other mm. than Daredevil himself. I, I, I wanted him to come out so bad. I was waiting for him to come when when uh, Kate Bishop and uh, or you know New Hawkeye um, is fighting them in the in the gift store. I was waiting for her to get like knocked the fuck out or like beat the fuck up and then fucking dared I was just like what the coming in there like oh I'll save you Kate Bishop you dumb bitch <laughs> like like, like I was fucking amateur yeah, fucking amateur he's like I've done this I've done this once I'll do it again like I was waiting for him to pop out but now nah, it was just Kate Bishop like duking it out with the fucking kingpin and she did a really good job yeah, she, she single kinda, she kind of like him. yeah she kind of fucked him up a little bit but I mean he still kept getting, I mean I'm just saying he kept getting up you know the, I mean he's arrows, never knocking again yeah, yeah he's I mean uh, cause even in the comics unit. even in the comics he takes a bullet to the fucking head yeah dude Dude, he's, and he survives. I'm telling you, he's he's like, yeah, he's like a mutant or some shit. Like, I'm telling, bro, enhanced physical strength and yeah, resistance. If he, like, if you didn't know this, yeah, Kingpin, yeah. Kingpin actually comes out a couple of times so far. He's come out in in Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. He's the big guy in the suit. Yeah. Um, and obviously he's come out in Daredevil in the Marvel show Peter that Parker. came out on Netflix. He kills Peter Parker and then in the Inner Spider Verse. Uh, yeah, exactly. He kills he kills the uh the speeder the Peter Parker that Miles Morales eventually replaces. I think exactly. Um, and, and but he literally just gorilla fucking pounds on his chests and just collapses Breaks his, his body. Yeah, he and, just collapses. And this is, his and this is like one of the characters that's that um uh, uh what it, was it? What Stan Lee has said that is like one of the strongest MC, like Marvel characters ever. Like Which in is crazy to me, raw A raw physical ability. Like, like Stanley has said that like Spidey could go toe to toe with Thor and like could go to like well, I don't want to say Hulk, but but like he could he could he could give Hulk a fight. Let's just say that. Okay, but let's Hulk is to... definitely the strongest in terms of raw physical ability. Mm, but, but I don't know because because Thanos took on Hulk very easily. That's true. Yeah, hey, yeah. Thanos made. A fucking yeah, Hulk I mean, as far as bitch. the as far as the MCU goes, um, yeah. I mean Thanos made. But Hulk Thanos was like a bitch. fucking cel- like celestial mother. Fucker, well, so, yes, I understand that. born, but, but he's also part of a he's part of an entire race. Yeah, so the Titans um, or the yeah yeah the Titans. But but I mean either way, I mean or Peter an Parker, offshoot of the Eternals or whatever. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Peter or a Parker, failed experiment. Peter Parker is clearly very strong. Yeah, uh, because like I mean, even in uh, even in Civil War, I mean, we see Bucky who is a superhuman with a you know, a fucking vibranium, vibranium arm. arm. Yeah, he punches and Peter Parker catches it like nothing yeah he's like whoa you have a metal arm and he's like bending that shit mm-hmm. like fucking manipulating that and dude like putting like catches, like, catches like cap shield caps his Cap shield he's like oh do you think you lost this yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like that thing does not obey the laws <laughs> of physics man. I mean it's like it's It's play to him, right? I mean, it's easy to him. And these are some of the people that we've seen are the strongest people in the MCU up until, obviously, we meet some of the the stronger characters. But, I mean, Peter Parker looks at them like fucking child's play, you know? I mean, it's crazy. And for Kingpin to be able to take him on very easily that says something. I mean, Peter, yeah. Peter Parker, uh, Stan Lee has said that Peter Parker is one of the yeah. strongest characters in yeah, the MCU. Yeah. There are a lot of strong characters, but he said that Peter Parker is one of the strongest. Yeah, yeah. And for him to say that, I mean, that's a lot for a human, you know? Mm-hmm, um, yeah. So for... for Kingpin and especially as uh the person that was casted in him is Vincent D'Onofrio who plays the part to perfection. Yeah, he's like uh, he's just Kingpin. He's like he's like uh what do you call it uh what's his name uh the guy who plays the Wolverine uh God. Uh what's his name? Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman. Oh, okay. He's playing Wolverine is like, you know, he's yeah, Wolverine. he's Wolverine. Well, and Hugh Jackman is just personify the role at this exactly, point. Exactly. Or 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 like, you know, uh what's his name? Uh Deadpool. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Hey, yeah, my head's going blank, but yeah, Ryan Reynolds playing <laughs> just a massive brain. Fart. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool is like, it's just like you know some roles that you're just made for. You know, some yeah. roles that you fit so. That <laughs> yeah, Ryan, your, Ryan Reynolds definitely it, fits it the, the like, fucking role like perfectly, glove, like a glove. Which, you know? by the way, let's just toss this in there. Yeah. Deadpool three confirmed. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Did I tell you about that? No, I, Did you I read seen, about that. I haven't seen it. No. Deadpool 3 was confirmed. Really? So, I don't know if you know this. Oh, the whole shit. franchise was already was already purchased by Disney. Oh. So, people were concerned that since oh. Disney purchased it, it wasn't going to be Deadpool anymore. You oh. know, like it was going to be like yeah, a... like a uh, PG-13. Yes. And that's what and that's they were not, afraid of. And that's not Deadpool. They yeah. already confirmed Deadpool 3 is going to be absolutely rated R. They are going to give Ryan Reynolds his, his full creative control that he's had before with the character... They're gonna allow them to basically continue Deadpool, which Bless. Is, and I'm gonna continue this point, um, not necessarily continue, but I'm gonna make this point. Mm-hmm. I love that after Disney purchased Marvel, after Disney yeah. went ahead and confirmed that like they were the owners of the entire MCU, because oh, uh, you know when the MCU started, they were not under the ownership of Disney. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, once Disney did that, they basically made a vow, and that vow was to not alter the yeah. MCU so that it could fit their persona as yeah, a yeah. kid-friendly company. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I love that they were like, you know what? I understand that we are a kid-friendly company, but we need to keep in mind that this this universe has been established, and we don't want to fuck with that there's for, a lot of love and respect for the characters as they are right and for lack of better words again they don't want to fuck with it they don't yeah, want to yeah. they don't want to mess with the the formula that has been used tested and tried exactly. and has come out successful um because people want to see the characters from the con like the people that that they remember at least from the comics right, right. and to that end you know uh, and of course there's always you know compromises and adaptations but 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 still it's for the most part been pretty Correct, accurate. Yeah. yeah. And to that end, of course, we have Deadpool, who is a very vulgar character. Yeah. Um, yeah g- probably probably the, the, m- the, most m- the most vulgar, vulgar character in Marvel, yeah. Yes. And and they are going to allow him to continue said vulgarity. Bless. Bless. Absolutely bless. bless because nobody would be able to live without Wade Wilson's just fucking <laughs> satire. ridiculous and, satire. Yeah. yeah. Fourth just, wall breaks and yeah. The, the fucking fuck word everywhere. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I wouldn't awesome. be able to live without... Woody I'm Wilson. glad. I'm, that's great news. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm going to watch it probably. Yes. I, so... I, I tried to watch it with my family, but it was just...
1: <laughs> my, dad, my dad
0: was like, this is not appropriate for your brothers and sisters. Like, you and me can watch it, but not... You know, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, my I dad. definitely understand that. Yeah, because my, my dad likes to take us to go see Marvel movies as a family, so... I can um, understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think, uh, you know, the introduction of that, uh, of, of like, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, DeMarco? What is it? The, Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio, excuse me. Vincent D'Onofrio is Kingpin, excellent casting. Talk about like a great casting choice. Yes. A lot of times, castors can, casting can be hit and miss. And so, and then casting, like the casting director or the casting producer there's a there's a role i know there's a role there's it's, a there's a specific position position exactly for casting agent the casting agent um you know can can it, it can be there there it's all a lot of it comes down to like suggested the subjective opinion of that particular casting agent so sometimes a lot of castings can be hit or miss um, well but i think i think what helped yeah. is that they already had the show Deadpool. exactly I mean, sorry, exactly Deadpool, uh yeah. daredevil daredevil yeah um so i mean and we saw Charlie Cox play a fantastic Daredevil exactly. in my opinion. I mean yeah. that show I think he's a really good Foggy's good. I think the casting Dude, I wanna see Foggy, Foggy again and uh what's her name? The the lady Karen uh, Page. Karen Page, I think are excellent castings. They like in some in some episodes they carry the episode. Because they perform so well, like talk about a great casting for for that series. Absolutely, that series casting is really good. To that end, Karen Page is good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Foggy, absolutely a fantastic character. Yeah, great character. Great character. Page is excellent too. She is great. She is she is very good casting. But I really I really (laughs) want to see Foggy again. She's so fucking hot. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going full horny on the main. I was bro. gonna sorry. say I'm you, sorry. you just went a little horny. She's so, I'd marry her. Anyways, um, she's Jesus so Christ. pretty. I think she's really, really pretty. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it is. Karen anyways, Payne. Karen Payne is, uh, she's really married. Wants to marry you. She's married. I know. Um, is she married? Really? Yeah, she's married. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, unfortunately, you're, you're fucked. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, so yes, Vincent D'Onofrio, fantastic casting. Um, woman, in but... general, Hawkeye. I want to be honest, dude. I didn't like Kate Bishop. <laughs> I, that's what I was telling you. I don't like Kate Bishop either. She was annoying. She's bro. annoying, right? She's annoying as fuck. Yeah, I mean, I I like the. Um that's what I, was I like saying. the relationship that she develops with the, uh, yeah, with like, Elena. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I like the de- the the point that she gets to eventually after obviously she discovers the betrayal of her mother and you know she's a little yeah. bit more mature because I think at this point she's she's freed from the bonds of uh, family mm-hmm. and she's now able to take on the sort of lone wolf lifestyle that's, that exactly. is Hawkeye right because Hawkeye is obviously that's what that's what personifies Hawkeye is a lone wolf and he's a spy and. And the problem with uh, Clint Barton's Hawkeye is that he is a family man yeah, in, the, family in the MCU, yeah, exactly, um, which is obviously the, a downfall of him when they get blipped and he becomes Ronan, right? And and we already we see what happens when he lets that rage over descent, yeah, into the dark. He becomes like in the words of Andrew Garfield's uh, Spider-Man, because bitter. Yes, stops pulling the punches. Correct. I and, mean, that's and that's what he's always trained to do. He even expresses that in the, in the series that he's like, "I'm an assassin. I've always." Like my job is to hurt people. Yeah, that's yeah, What I've always done. Well, no, no, no. He's he's he he describes himself as, as a weapon. weapon, as a weapon. Yeah, he says. Well with the Avengers, I was just pointing at, pointing at the right people. I was pointing at the right. He object. He said he was used by the right people We're and he's pointed by, at the right people. Pointing yes. at the right, yeah. And and I think that's great. You know, I think that the I think that they could have. Um, dived a little bit further into um, yeah. the background of Clint Barton because yeah. we see him as kind of a minor character in the Avengers. To be honest, um, because he, yeah, he lacks the super, the glam, and the right. And, and don't get me awesome, wrong, the awesomeness of like the superpowers and stuff. Right. And don't get me wrong. Again, like I said, he is he is a really cool character in the Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we see his relationship with Natasha, and obviously his yeah. importance grows as the movies go on. But again we don't see a lot of his background I mean we see yeah. him as an avenger we don't see him as a spy or, yeah. which is a lot of what yeah. a lot of the part that he plays in the movies I'm mm-hmm. I mean, sorry in the comics um, he's a spy, first and foremost. He is a spy, and in the show, when we first encounter him, you know, um, yeah. you know, as he's getting to know Kate Bishop, he talks about it. he's like, my whole fucking purpose was to remain he's, yeah, anonymous, a shield it's, agent. Yeah, he's a shield agent. My yeah. whole purpose was to stay he's quiet. A spy. Yeah, spy. Exactly. I'm not. My costume is not meant to draw attention because exactly. my 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 career was designed to not draw attention. Be ambiguous. Yeah, and exactly. Kate Bishop doesn't understand that. And I'm yeah. gonna be honest, I found her really fucking annoying and I yeah. think I think unfortunately I, and I, and I, that's, that's what I was telling you well that's what I alluded to in the last episode I was like and that's why I didn't want to spoil it for you but I was waiting for the moment and my parents and I was talking to my parents my parents have seen it my parents are big Marvel fans too um, but but I was telling my parents and I was telling my mom specifically I was like I was like waiting for like the moment where Hawkeye gets mad at Kate Bishop and says like you, like you don't like where he the moment where he says you don't realize how good you have it in your life He's like you're a rich, um, college educated uh, girl for grew up in Manhattan who just has a you know a very good talent for archery. But like you could be anything you wanted to be. You don't have to be a hero, right? Like you know he's like my profession is is being a spy and assassin. An espionage agent, correct? Like that's how I earn my living. Like you could be whatever the fuck you want to be. You can be your mom's, you know, join your mom's company and have a cushy life for the you know rest of your days. And and he does get to that. He does. He kind gets kind of kind. A, he of. gets to a point where yeah. uh, okay. What what they do? He tells her D- don't come back. But it's like mm, yes. Uh, but what uh, they what they do is they break it up. They break it up into a few different conversations. So at first, yeah. obviously, he gets mad at her and he says, "Look." I can't do this anymore, and because yeah. in his mind he's trying to protect her, right? He's he's trying to honor the wishes of her mother, Eleanor, yeah, who has basically said, you know, please keep her safe. Don't let don't let this be her death, right? Exactly. Um, and yeah. so he's trying to honor that, and so he tells her, you know what? You need to go home because there's a black widow involved now, and obviously this yeah. has gotten much more serious yeah. than I anticipated, um, and. Well, the problem is, is that like they kind of split it up a little bit. But there's a yeah. couple of other conversations that he has where they're where they're a little bit more heart to heart rather than anger. Yeah. And he talks to her and he says, you know what? This is a lonely lifestyle. Yeah. Like the life that I live is not only lonely, but is also very sacrificial of your own self. Like you're gonna lose a lot along the way. Well, that's that's what I think that they now. I don't remember that. I think we remember it differently. I wish he had been like really placed. I, yeah, I, again, I think that there should have been a moment, especially maybe after they fought Yelena for the first time in that episode. Yeah. Or, yeah. Where she's going into Echo's apartment or Maya, AKA Maya. Maya's apartment um, uh, and, and like looking for the stuff and she's looking for the stuff and they start, they fight on the rooftop, the whole scene. I think at the end of that episode, or maybe that for, like, directly following that, uh, the next episode should have opened with like Hawkeye giving her the lecture, the angry lecture of like, How much are you willing to sacrifice? He's like, you don't realize you should like you're a spoiled brat from Manhattan. You can be anything you want to be. You don't like you know, I know you want to be like me, but you really don't want it. Like you don't want it <laughs> But but like, again, like they... and and then he should have followed up with saying like how much are you willing to give up? He's like look, look what I've lost. I've lost my best friend I've lost my team leader. I've lost Steve. I've lost Natasha. I've lost um, our like spiritual leader, I guess, the spiritual core of what the Avengers was. I've lost Tony. He's like, how much are you willing to give up? Are you ready to make that sacrifice? And look at you. You've already lost your dad. And look how much that affected you in your life. Are you willing to give up that? That's what I wanted to hear from the Hawkeye. I yeah. wanted him to be like a real but, dick. But again, he does he does have... Okay, I don't know about a dick. But he does yeah. have a point where he tells her, he's like, this is, life is full of sacrifice. This life is lonely and and you will have to give up a lot. Yeah. He does tell her that. But then she kind of rebuts that uh, or rebutes that, whatever the word is. Um, and she comes back and says, "You showed me that a hero doesn't need to be able to fly or doesn't need superhuman strength." Eh, yeah, she she does come back and, and kind of uh, refutes his arguments yeah, by yeah. saying, "Like you don't understand the influence that you had on me just yeah. by me looking at you fighting those fucking yeah, uh, Chitari Sh- in 2012 or whenever yeah, yeah. it was in the in the universe." But I mean, it's it should, They do have yeah. a, a a, and I think, I think conversation yeah. that is uh, you're right. You're right. They're like in the diner right, when they have that conversation. Is it um, the diner? I think they're in the apartment. Or the apartment conversation. Okay, one of the apartment. One of the apartment conversation. Correct. Because there's like several. Um, but uh, yeah. So I. Again, I think that the that, yeah the dialogue for that it, it speaks to her the i think this maybe they did it on purpose the ni- naivety n- and na- the naiveness uh, uh, the naivety holy shit. how do you say that is a naivety, naiveness i know there's a word naivety i think is the word i don't know if i'm saying it right is though. it naivety yeah naivety uh of of kate bishop as a character because to me and, and, and I and I wish that they would have written in the dialogue. I think the writers kind of failed in that point. Or maybe they did it on purpose. Maybe there's they are setting her up for more character development along the way. But I wanted the response to be that, well, you inspired me, You inspired me to be a hero that I know that, you know, you can still be a human and be a hero, even though you have to practice your skills. Well, then I <laughs> wanted the, re- the rebuttal to that rebuttal to be the double rebuttal, if you will, to be well. he's like. It's not about that. It's not about being inspiration. He's like, I'm not a role model. I shouldn't be a role model. Look what I've done. I've literally killed hundreds and hundreds of people. I think, I'm not a role model. It's And he's like, being the, the crux of being a hero is not about being an inspiration. He's like, I've never wanted to be that. It's about sacrifice. And I wanted that to come out. I wanted to be like, right. it's about sacrifices. How much are you willing to sacrifice for the greater good? I wanted that to be in the writing. You know, I, I think, wanted that in the dialogue. I would have I been, been like so satisfied. I think they do incorporate it, though. I, uh, because Yelena's character maybe Maybe to, not enough for me to like pick up on it, because I didn't. So. well yes and I, I. but you know maybe you're it's also, more subtle maybe it's more you're subtle you're also um, yeah. half idiotic um, but, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck I'm you. just kidding <laughs> but um, I think they do incorporate it because there's a point where Yelena I mean obviously Yelena and, and Clint have a sort of climaxing uh, fight where they you know in yeah, the storyline yeah, yeah. they have this this whole emotional scene where they fight that, that and, was good. I love that. And, that was and, really you know, he explains yeah. Natasha's death and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. um I think I think the what they do is they sort of try to incorporate that regret into Yelena where mm. she's telling Kate like you don't understand this person that you're fighting for. You don't yeah. know That's true, yeah. what it is that he's done. Like you don't understand the blood the trail yeah, of yeah. bodies that follows this guy yeah, yeah, because realistically this guy has slaughtered dozens of people not potentially hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of people, people yeah. and and i mean Yelena tries to explain it to her in a way that she's like you know i don't get why you follow this guy he's a mass murderer yeah why you idolize him yeah right and okay, and okay. and and obviously kate only sees the good in him and and yeah. it's because he's tried to be he's tried to be a good man despite all of the the yeah. horrible shit that he's done, obviously, but, um, you yeah. know, and I mean, well, well, he just st- sticks out for his family. Correct. That's and, that's always been the number one, and and uh, you know, well, and we'll get to his family in for a little the exception bit. of Natasha, but, because, but I think I again I yeah. think Elena serves as what you're looking for. I think Elena serves mm. to 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 show Kate what you know what Clint really is uh, and yeah. eventually when Clint and and Yelena come into that fight yeah, I, uh... Clint almost admits that he didn't deserve to live well, he does. He does say it. Yeah, He's, you know, and, and he he says, you know, like I tried, but I lost to yeah. stop, and she I was lost. just better than me. And he yeah. talks about how Natasha just was the best of them. Yeah, and the she was she was the the superior fighter, obviously, yeah. but the, uh, a, a good human in general. And despite yeah. her training, and despite obviously her her horrible her, past, her checkered past. Yeah, correct. As well. Um, and I don't yeah. know, I think, I think they try to incorporate that without yeah. directly just pulling line for line from the fucking comics, you know? Well, it's not, it's not line for line from the comics, it's just something that I want to see, you know, narratively, writing-wise. I felt the writing. I think I felt like Hawkeyes as a series could have been darker. I felt it's much lighter. Darker like, is definitely necessary. Yeah, I think the problem I, I think is that have they been released it. It could yeah. have been like more uh, Daredevil esque. They released it around the holidays. Yeah, so, so they tried to, to play of, off the holidays. Exactly, had to be more upbeat like and light and stuff like that. Dude, you know what annoyed me is when she Kate Bishop was having a fight with a lot of stuff fucking stuff. <laughs> Kate, Kate Bishop was having a fight with the Traxy Mafia. She, she's cool, but like it's like eh, it's, yeah. Yeah, but again, Kate Bishop, Kate Bishop was having a fight with the tracksuit mafia, yeah. and the guy like starts talking to her mid-fight. Oh, about oh, the about the girl. Yeah, he like she has him by the wrist, and she's about to snap his fucking arm or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, like I know this is a bad time, but like, yeah, thanks for your advice on my girlfriend." Like, what the fuck? What yeah, the? Shut the fuck up! Yeah, it's a fight. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know I didn't you know I we did the comic relief for that was completely unnecessary but yeah uh, whatever the case I mean you know they obviously introduced some cool factors like if anything the only thing that Hawkeye did in my opinion mm-hmm. they introduced uh, they introduced uh, Kingpin you know mr. Fisk Echo. Um, Yeah, they confirmed the partnership between Kate Bishop and Hawkeye, and obviously Kate Bishop is almost sort of orphaned now, because her mother's obviously going to be in prison now. Yeah, we see Um, uh, Yelena, also what uh, happened to Yelena. And we get a redemption between Yelena and and Hawkeye, because at the end of Black Widow, Yelena was on a blood. You know, on a bloodlust path. You know, uh, because she's um, recruited by that. Late, I don't know the. I don't. I don't, I don't know, know her name, but she's the, the one that yeah. she's the one that puts together the whole team with. Like I don't know uh, the significance of yeah of that team yet. I yeah. know it's some. Um, it's like a, they have a name. I know they have a name. In the yeah, con- there's a series of comics. I think they're called them. the Dark Avengers. or something like No, that. no, no. The Dark Avengers are all the supernatural Avengers. It's Doctor Strange. It's a Blade um all the other like fancy magical people. Well, the only reason I say Morbius, that is because Morbius is Dark Avenger. Because the only, the only reason I say that yeah. is because they have uh what's it called um Agent uh what the fuck Agent is 19? It? No, that's that's a different character and yeah. that's also mentioned in the fucking Hawkeye show. Oh, yeah. Um, Agent uh, God damn it The guy who played Captain America US agent US agent Yes Jesus he's Christ the, He's a Walmart brand fucking y- Yeah Captain Walmart America. Captain America Walmart um, Captain America So I mean They, they allude hey, talk to about, Talk about like Everyone hating a character Which probably means He plays character well He does he, Yeah he, he does. plays it to perfection Everyone fucking hated That guy they are like Who the fuck is this Off oh, brand fucking Captain America Everyone he was like Giving him well. shit yeah, He did what yeah. he was Supposed to Yeah yeah I mean uh, you know Credit to the actor He did a fantastic job Generating yeah. hate towards his own character yeah, no kidding, within a no fucking no within milliseconds of seeing him. And we obviously see that he does not embody no. the the uh what do you call it this moral the moral paragon that right. is Captain America? So and America, he is be- Captain and America's and all about like his morality and, and, and his of course towards ideals. the end of the towards yeah. the end of the show he becomes or the, you know, we at least see him being recruited as US as agent. as he's a US agent. Um yeah. you know, going off of what you just said, at the end of Hawkeye, I don't know if you caught on to this, the Rolex. hmm Yes. The Rolex at the end, it has the yeah, yeah, the yeah, shield yeah. logo, and yeah. it has the number nineteen. Nineteen. On Do you know who Agent Nineteen is? It's Mockingbird, bro. Mockingbird. It's Bobby Morse or whatever the f- I think the more I think the yeah, last, the last yeah. name is Morse. Yeah, Morris. that's Clint Barton's wife in the comics. So that means she's th- that they allude to her being a Mocking- former shield agent. I Ma- was uh, former shield agent, uh, and then also a metahuman because Mockingbird is supposed so to be able to like. You know, scream and like create like sonic waves and shit like that. So we we it, I don't know what the significance is of it yet, yeah. but they definitely allude to her being able to defend herself a lot more than we anticipated. Exactly, which and, why and, which and they why, do yeah. that actually throughout the series. Like they even allude to her, like when she speaks German, when she switched to German out of nowhere, yeah, yeah and yeah. she starts speaking to him and he understands her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they they allude to her being a lot more than we thought she was. I mean, we were we thought which she was just like the why, typical housewife, yeah, right? Which probably why he like feel so comfortable like n- being away from home all the time since he's supposed to be like the Avenger or well whatever. and she she actually yeah. says she's like I will always understand more than anyone yeah, at one point yeah, when yeah. he says like I have to I'm gonna it's gonna take another day yeah. she's like I will always understand more than anyone yeah, and, yeah. and that's that's where they allude to it yes but but yeah there's there was definitely some some good uh, Easter eggs that were kind of sprinkled into like a like a like a real like a low key bad bitch. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That that mommy. Uh, That'd be pretty cool if she. Mommy if she... Barton is bro. If she. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be it'd be pretty cool to see her blossom into a bigger and, character. And in that the MCU. would that probably denotes that maybe some of her kids also inherit some of the superpowers. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, uh, because you know yeah, Clint Barton is not a metahuman. But... From what I remember from the comics, that that she's Mockingbird is a is a metahuman that has the voice ability. Yeah, has yeah. power. Yeah, I, I think you're or, right. Or like, a... she's like a, a what do they call it? Inhuman, an inhuman, I think, or something like that. I I forget what, like exactly the origin of the. Yeah, but she has powers. That's why I remember. Yeah, so, I mean, in my opinion, Hawkeye yeah. was um, not a. Amazing show, I wouldn't definitely, call it amazing. Yeah, um, it introduced some cool stuff. It is definitely. I, I feel like the, it's a setup. It's like a precursor to yeah, maybe a better I think, series. I think if you look at it as a setup, it was great. Other than that, it was a perfectly mediocre and, show. and I, ke- I keep wondering, maybe they make us. I don't know. You picked up on like not liking, disliking Kate Bishop as well. And I, I feel like I feel like she's very spoiled and naive. That's what I got from that character. I, yeah, I think and that so, she's written that way. Ex- yeah, and that's what I'm wondering. Is like, did they is it an intentional directly, or like uh, narrative choice to make her like that? I mean, she and then why don't we see like more development from her character? Because even in the end, we see her be kind of still like you know, kind of spoiled and and naive and and the the only reason that i will say that i think is they setting are they setting up something else you think well i don't know if necessarily set up but i think that there was a very uh, a very specific choice to write her that way because even hawkeye actually alludes to it at one point yeah he says like you are um what is the word that he uses Cocky. He says you're... Yeah. Uh, he, uh, actually, it's when they're captured by the tracksuit mafia the first time when mm-hmm. she breaks into the building and they're both oh, yeah. strapped to She's the fucking false ponies to the or whatever. False of the roof, yeah. He says, like, check that overconfidence. Oh, okay, okay. He does, he does mention it. Like, he directly mm. addresses it. So, I think that they probably intentionally writ- wrote her like that. Mm. Um, I don't it's, know I don't what know. for, yeah. but, you know, for maybe, maybe for character uh, development yeah, maybe over we'll several see. seasons. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. So... But Whatever the case is, Hawkeye, like I said, kind of a perfectly mediocre show, but yeah, the setup was yeah. pretty good. I would uh, agree with that. What they what they what they created for the future MCU is for sure good. It has larger, much larger implications, right. which we're yeah. excited the, for. Uh, the show itself, eh, yeah. it was all right. It was all right. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, that sucks because yeah. Jeremy Renner plays a great Clint Barton. He, he does. He's really he's a good Hawkeye. He's he's, he's great. I just wish, like I said, I wish that ultimately that you know, kind of summing summing up that. I think, yeah, again, Kate Bishop's character is very naive and and spoiled because of her background. Um, And maybe that was an intentional directorial narrative choice from the writers and the director. Yeah. Um, And I hope so. I hope that that it denotes that they're planning something to give her more character development in the future. And then maybe she becomes more like down to earth and less like naive and more seasoned, more experienced. Um, but also I, I was expecting a much grittier series and I, I didn't not, it's not like I didn't enjoy Hawkeye. I did, but it's just, yeah, I wish it, it could have been better. Like Could've you again, like Absolutely. you said, a very mediocre, very perfectly mediocre series. Perfectly. compared mediocre. to like something like Wandavision, where we see like this very big moral dilemma, where she's like controlling people, yeah. and compared to something like Loki, which has a great like narrative storyline where you don't know <sighs> what's happening, where you don't know what's happening like half of the series, and then finally, as the series progresses, you're like, oh, okay, it's kind of coming all, all the pieces are fitting together, yeah. and they have that ending, and you're like, oh shit. You're introducing not only the I mean, multiverse. Loki was, Loki's hard to hard to match. Hard to surpass. I'd say it's like it's like Loki number one and WandaVision number two. Yeah. And then and then you and then it's like you have not only do you have the multiverse, but you introduce one of like the next big bad of the Marvel MCU, which is Kang, the Kang fucking the conqueror. conqueror. So it's like damn, like you know, talk about like trying to top that. Try to top that season finale. Yeah. For, in terms of like the Marvel series so far, so. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely difficult to follow up on and that probably does influence us a little bit. But like I said, perfectly mediocre is what I will say. Pretty sure. I, I'm gonna, I agree with that. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to wrap heavily. this up real quick with one last thought of okay. mine. Because okay. okay. we're, we're already pushing two and a half hours right now. Yeah, I figure we went pretty long for this one. Which is okay. Which yeah. is okay. It's, just is okay. Finale. it's, just it's just finale. a finale, yeah. But I, I want to mention one last thing before we push on because I know it's my favorite, one of my favorite games ever and I know that you love this game as well. Mm-hmm. Bioshock 4 is ridiculously in the news right now it really? is rumored to be it is actually it is confirmed to be in it. development confirmed wow. that means that it is absolutely confirmed we are getting a bioshock 4 wow. now what i will say yes. is that there are a lot of rumors surrounding the development right now so in 2019 when did, did that drop was it recent i have imagine i haven't well seen the it. rumors the rumors have been a while in in, in, in for a while I'm in sure. recommends for a while yeah but it got confirmed correct uh, well, and, and, and actually, By, it BioWare? was confirmed in 2019. Oh, I was confirmed in 2019. It's a new developer. Oh, it's a, new um, a lot one. of them are actually veteran developers from the original games. Oh, I see. I see. And what is happening is it was actually confirmed in 2019 yeah, and they yeah. said in 2019 they said it is several years off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it could be this year, it could be next year, it could be the following year. Yeah. We have no fucking idea. Gotcha. It could be a long time before we get this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also this was 3 years ago at this point that gotcha. they that they've said this. Yeah, yeah. So, one of the things that I just wanted to really quickly mention, Bioshock 4, there are two rumors so far that I have seen um, as far as the setting. Mm. And the reason I the reason I mentioned that is because obviously the setting of both Bioshock, I'm sorry, all three Bioshocks so far has been extremely important to the games themselves. Mm-hmm. So the first two Bioshocks obviously were set in Rapture and those were uh, underwater. Talk about another like... Uh- Another a universe or another setting of, of like story narrative story that incorporates multiversality. Yeah, I yeah, mean, the, yeah. The, the Bioshock Infinite. We're transitioning off of from Bioshock like MCU In- multiverse to Bioshock multiverse, so. which I, I would love for them to just continue exactly, playing off of the exactly. multiverse That's that is Bioshock. Again, talk about from like our narrative writing standpoint the, the 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 freedom you have to be creative and to like think of new interesting settings. Correct. And I mean, Bioshock has its own sort of, um, you know, sort of uh, theme to it. It's got like a like a steampunk esque yeah. sort of alternate uh, history, yeah, alternate like history. an industrial theme to it. Whether it's in Rapture or whether it's in mm-hmm. uh, what is it, Georgia? What what the fuck is it called? Not Georgia. Uh, Rapture. Uh, no, no, no the uh, the sky one. Oh, you're right. Uh, free Columbia, Mor- Columbia. I was Columbia. trying to think of the fucking name. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I knew that it was like <laughs> so I don't. There yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, the the first two obviously oh, take place I don't in remember, Rapture. I don't remember how fucking racist they like. How many like very racist. heavy like heavy racial connotation that game has. Very racist. I saw. I was watching a streamer like play through it for the first time, and that's like the opening scene where that got where uh, Booker first gets into Columbia, and they have like the minstrel show, and they're like they're like yelling shit at the at the black people and I was like oh my god it's fucked up bro I was bro. like dude I don't remember I was like I don't remember this at all from the game bro it's Holy horrible dude shit dude I was like <laughs> how fucking blatantly racist is this I mean obviously I'm telling you, dude. it's a reflection of the time period Correct, the alternate yes. history time period they, 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 yeah exactly yeah. they do it to to reflect an alternate history a alternate exactly. history where where like for that time period that was like you know unfortunately horribly you know, for very much the detriment of societally acceptable um, but of course they have all the advanced technology so it's obviously an alternate timeline a alternate timeline where racism does still exist very unfortunately that does fucking still exist yeah. even in the alternate timeline anyways yeah. but I forgot how fucking like just I was like oh my god I was like yeah. did I play this as a kid like I don't remember any of this shit <laughs> I like, what the fuck yeah, but anyways, yeah, yeah, so Bioshock 4, uh, you know, there's a lot of rumors surrounding it. It's it's definitely confirmed to yeah, be in development. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the fourth game. So there's two significant rumors that I've heard so far that I've heard a lot okay, about okay. that are very, very possible. Laid on so us. the first one, it takes place in 1960s, Antarctic city called Borealis. Oh, shit. So we're talking about fucking Antarctica. Antarctica. A, which would which be... It, very in line with the the precedent they set for yeah you know, they they just cities, like to live in uninhabitable yeah, uninhabitable places. places the fucking ocean trench to the fucking the sky, sky. <laughs> now we're going to, to the a fucking, fucking large ass iceberg the giant is, yeah, ice content. Antarctica is yeah. just a fucking iceberg borealis okay so okay. yeah so that's that's one of the potential settings makes sense that and ass. the other setting is actually in space oh shit which would be fucking Awesome, be pretty cool in my opinion because very stupid, stereotypical sci-fi. Sci-fi, dude. Think about the first fucking game. The first game played so much off of like a horror uh, sort of genre that they that they wanted to sort of implicate you know the the horror. Um, aspects of it yeah. Yes dystopian, dystopian Dystopian by all means But the horror part of it Was definitely what they were Trying to emphasize In the first game For sure And it was it was that, that was kind of lost On the second game A little bit And then on the third spooky. game It was just gone yeah, On the third f- game It was just No horror was anywhere To pretty be found Pretty fucking spooky Yeah um, in any, If anything in the third game It was just gore yeah, you know, yeah. uh, other Rather than horror it's But like, I mean imagine I mean think about Dead Space like Gore and racism <laughs> 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 Gore and racism <laughs> <laughs> Yeah that were the, Those hell, were the themes dude. They played off of Gore and racism yeah, just, yeah. Um, so, I mean, think about, you know, like, think about Dead Space, for example. Think about any game that we've had that is just a horror space game. There are a lot of games that play off of... I mean, people in general are... F- Fearful of the final frontier, you know. I mean, the, the space is a scary space, concept. The final frontier. Yeah, and I mean, people in general. I mean, like think of like the Martian, where I mean, they talk about how Mars is very difficult to survive, and this guy has to science the it's shit out of brutal. his way out of there. Yeah. Um, and I mean, space in general is a a scary concept to us. So, if they were to go back to space, I think that they would play off of the horror aspects again mm. and that would just sort of bring Bioshock back to its roots and it would just be so fucking good. Yeah. i i true. S- I would be so excited to hear that. It could also do with the Borealis, too. They, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean I've mean, i also, like, if I think about Antarctica, I immediately think of the movie The Thing. Have you seen oh, that movie? yeah. Um, Talk where, about it like a very uh, classic horror movie. Yes, yeah. classic horror movie, of course, also set in the Antarctic, I believe. Believe. Yeah, um, uh, a very prototypical or very archetypical monster monster flick. Yeah, and it's also sort of like a cabin fever kind of thing yeah, too, because yeah. you know they're all stuck in the station yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But they gotta figure out who's the who's the bad guy, the thing. Yeah, uh, sort of like clue. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So I mean, Bioshock Four. We have no release date at this point. We only have rumors that we can speculate on. It. Even yeah. as far as the setting, we have no trailers, nothing like that. All we have is confirmation there, yeah, that I'm at sure some there, point. There, yeah. We are going to receive it. Damn. That is all that we have. I'm excited to see what they do with the next generation tech and stuff like that. That would be it. Would be amazing yeah, to we'll, see the we'll graphics see. that they come yeah, up with yeah, and the yeah, design yeah. choices that they make. Because I, I remember all of the Bioshock's game being. Pretty pretty gorgeous games, like yeah. In terms well, of and it was a, it was yeah. yeah. It was a it was a artistic choice that they made mm-hmm. from a, you know from a stylistic perspective that's for sure. And talk about like talk about games where you see the art and you're like, oh, I know exactly what that is. Yes, like, that's yes. Yeah. yes. Talk about like an iconic. Like the, the artistic style style, 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 an iconic stylistic choice. Yes, for in terms of art. Well, and so that's, that's the beauty of it. Is that yeah, like yeah. you know, you can say like, "Oh, like great it doesn't writing, look like, great it doesn't art." Look like real life. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it's not meant to. It doesn't you know? need to. It's yeah. it's meant to look a certain way, and it still holds up beautifully to this day. It it's it's such flavor. a beautiful way to design. Yeah, talk the about game. like yeah, talk about one of the, like be, one of the best games ever made. Like it's just still. Yeah, still. I st- I still stand by it. writing. Right? BioShock, uh, art, such a good franchise. Art gameplay was pretty tight. You 2 is all the all the like RPG elements where you can like click plasmids. Yes. And, at least in the original one. I know in like the third one, it's like vigors and stuff like that. They change it, but. Um, I know like you can collect the plasmids and stuff and still beautiful upgrade oh uh, the, I loved I, I remember my favorite thing was upgrading weapons yeah where you could like add attachments and like change the way your weapon worked yeah yeah and like change it to your play style, like how style like what your favorite weapon was they like, really they really remember, allowed like, you to customize I would customize. Always, I'd always upgrade my pistol like I'd max out my pistol that's like the first thing I'd always do oh you're one of those weirdos yeah yeah I would always max out my pistol and then maybe the shotgun or the like the Tommy gun I absolutely yeah, did the yeah, shotgun bro because yeah, that shotgun was OP yeah. as the shotgun, fuck the shotgun was pretty fucking that shotgun was sure. the shit bro for sure dude yeah for sure what a classic what, what a, classic. a classic I gotta game. play through yeah. Bioshock again I, to, I know I need to buy I'm sure they, they sell the anthology on Steam I need to buy it yeah there. I have the I have the the uh, the remastered That's, collection oh on shit Steam. I, need to I need to buy them all and play them all again <sighs> so good I wanna buy some art from my apartment that has Same, Bioshock bro. art just start framing that shit yeah yeah anyways um that's yeah, we're going to wrap it up if we're going We we're going long here, but you know what, it's the season finale, fuck it. Yeah. I think this is probably going to be our longest episode yet probably, because yeah. I had to cut a bunch of shit out of the other season <laughs> finale, other the out of the yeah. other really long episode. Yeah. But anyways, um so season finale again, we can't thank you guys enough for listening, yes. you know, as far as you guys have listened to us so far. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We're just a couple of nerds that like talking about nerdy shit yeah, and drinking yeah, yeah. a lot. yeah, so. we we've done Dune, we went Dune, we went No Way Home, then we went Hawkeye. And then we, like, circle back to, like, Bioshock. So, <laughs> I'm always going to circle back to wait, We, 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 we encompassed a very wide, large nerd yeah. here. So, thank you guys again from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you guys very much for listening to us. You know, we're not going to... We are going to take a little bit of a hiatus, but it probably won't be very long. It might not even be longer than our usual... Yeah, we might just just still stick to the schedule. Yeah. Um, You know, we had a little bit of a hiatus there for a little bit because the holidays kind of snuck up on us, but we're back to the regular uploading schedule, and we might just stick to the every two weeks, so you might have another episode two weeks from now, you might have another episode four months from now. Season two. Yeah. So, uh, be on the lookout. We will be posting on Twitter to make sure we keep you guys updated with everything like that. Like I said, by the time you hear this episode, yeah, yeah. episode we'll ten, along with all the other nine episodes, actually all the other ten episodes, because technically eight and a half exists, <laughs> those will all be on YouTube. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's for a, better or worse. Kind of a shit fest. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was a fun time. It was a great time. Uh, but anyway, talk about a uh, Charlie Foxtrot. <laughs> Charlie Foxtrot. <tried. laughs> um but um yeah, yeah so this is uh you know it's been a great time like i said we're gonna come back with season two we might have a different type of a uh spirit so to say or a, or we might <laughs> switch to wine depending on what you guys tell us in your responses to our mm-hmm. you know our 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 uh you know content so yeah. far go follow uh, us on all the socials go follow us on twitter go follow us on insta youtube we're under nerds Learned Words, Words i believe I'm follow on. our tiktok too yeah 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 it's tic- nerds oh, and shit Slurred i did not know we had a tic- we have a fucking <laughs> I know TikTok. We had a tiktok Funnily enough our instagram got a lot more attention than our tiktok yeah yeah but anyways um yeah so go share that. go share our clips on our, our what do they call reels go share our yes! reels on insta do that shit cuz we had a great reactions to some of our reels we did have a great insta, reaction so please go share our reels um gotta plug all the fucking, <laughs> the fucking socials go check out our website our website's great <laughs> um, we have a, we actually have a catalog on our on our website if you ever wonder like what we drink and what it looks like so you can maybe go buy it yourself we have a catalog of all of the stuff that we've had um i need to update it uh i need to add the uh the uh this uh, the half horizon, the half horizon we had last half horizon, and, and of course this one right and here. And the five one two, we need to update it with the five one two double peacon. But porter. for episodes one through eight, we have all of our, our spirits listed there, and uh, with including a picture and you know the episode link, um, so you know what exactly what it looks like. So if you want to go by yourself, want to try it, you can. Um, please go do that. Uh, there's also articles that Manny posts on there. I uh, have posted like one article. I'm pretty bad about that. Um, but, um, but there's articles and there's also a, a catalog or a collection of all of our episodes also on our website. So if you really want to go like get the full Nerds of Slurred Words experience, please go visit our website. We'd greatly and appreciate do it. Do it. Do it. Do yourself a yeah. favor. Fucking do it. Yeah, if you have spare time. Um and if you if you don't like if you're at work or something and maybe you can't access Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can go look up our website and you know, hopefully it's not blocked like by your demand. But <laughs> but yeah, uh, you can yeah. go check us out and listen to the podcast at work or something like that. Last note, like I said, we're gonna make some stickers and we're gonna send them out to all yeah, of you. Yeah, I think stickers are a great idea. Dude, I think we should do it and put it on your car and that way people can like scan the QR code put a QR code on there that'd be awesome because Q- QR-, well, QR codes are free I mean you can just all we have to do is incorporate it into the design of the sticker and yeah. print them and that's means. it and that's it so yeah. that's what I was that's what I was envisioning at least and trying to make like make a custom design so that we can fit the QR code on you know that make it look cool yeah so make it look cool for sure um, but yeah, um, but yeah. so hopefully we'll come on with that. I think that would be awesome. And that way our QR code will connect to our website and we get some traffic on our website as well. Because yep. we really have everything there. So, you know, and our socials too. Um, yep. You know. But, anyways, um, like I said, it's been a great season. Yeah, we, we've, awesome. we've drank some great beers. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. Uh, Make sure you guys leave us a review because it helps us out a lot. So if you're on Spotify or if you're on Apple, make sure you guys leave us a review. Yeah, please. please, You know, picks up those algorithms a good bit. But, anyways, um, I'm Manny Lada. I'm Gord Lopez. And this has been Nerds nerds and Slurred Words, baby. Ambrosia. Ambrosia. You're going to have that shit till fucking the end of time. Hell yeah. Ambrosia. You're going to be thinking about that shit till you die. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. Have a good night.